0: Okay, so I don't know, I'm just gonna start off. I mean it's like, hey, I'm going introduce you to your stuff and then I don't know, I I just I'm like I host the show, everyone hosts the show. I just, I Is that recording? Yeah, that's recording too. So we're live? All now right. we're recording. Um, how's it going Donovan? Good man. Yeah. I had so
1: many things just going through my head a second ago yeah and then now it's blank so it's just going to be
0: 45 minutes of not talking it's gonna be an hour and a half man oh it's an hour and a <laughs> half <laughs> yeah no it's as long as it needs to be doesn't oh, matter okay. well we'll get to it man i mean like uh but usually how we just start, it's like hey, how's it going and i introduce you yeah so I don't know um and then but then like an hour maybe an hour from now we'll just be done talking and you'll probably hit a few things you were thinking about maybe miss a few i don't know
1: why don't we tell people what
0: how we know each other yeah i think that's a, like interesting place to start because say. it was a um, while ago but first everyone this yeah. is donovan um we've been f- friends and we were colleagues to start with we were friends back in 2010 i met you i think for the olympics Yeah. that's first time I met you. yeah we've been kind of friends ever since we don't hang out a ton but was it uh, february that was yeah, one february. of the olympics
1: or something like that yeah yeah and that was like super random for me that was like it
0: seemed that way <laughs> yeah sorry but it did yeah yeah for sure no no it was yeah.
1: it was super random i mean at that time i had been um i mean i was a carpenter before anything to do with right. pr yeah and um i had no like real education either right and then Worksafe was like you you can't go back to be a carpenter you have to figure out something else to do and i was right. like Oh shit, I don't know what else to do cuz I don't have any <laughs> education. Like I never I don't think like I actually completed a grade from grade 1 to 12. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, like back in the day they just kind of pushed you through right. and okay. and I was like hopping from school to school just cuz of my my life circumstances and yeah. and being in the system uh foster care and social services and stuff like that. So um Yeah, right. Yeah, so like when they when these guys were like you got to like retrain. I'm like, shit, like I didn't, I didn't know anything. And uh, so I went in and I started asking friends of mine, like, what do you think I should do? And this friend of mine, Sam Schwan was like, oh, you should do PR. And I was like, what's PR? <laughs> and then she was like, oh, it's like public relations. Like you're super good with people. So you should just go do that. And I was like, like, what does that take? So she's like, I don't know. I just think you should do it. Right. <laughs> and, and, and so I went. She, I think she was the one because I hadn't even been on a computer. Oh, like literally at that moment when she said that, I didn't own a computer, i had never been on a computer. Was that
0: 2008, 2007 or something like that? No, that was 2009. Oh, okay, right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was 2000, it was 2009 when WorkSafe started sweating me about moving on. Okay, and uh, so. I found this bunk course at Langara. (laughs) I didn't know it was bunk. They were just like, I I, I just messaged the guy and he he was like, yeah, like if you got 10 G's, uh, we can make you a public relations person. And I was like, I'm like, but I don't have, I never been to school. He's like, oh yeah, it's cool. You're like an adult student. And I was like,
0: like, right. You can do that.
1: Yeah. So I thought it was going to be similar to like being a carpenter where if you get dope gear, and you show up to a work site like people just won't fuck with you, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah, you just guess, like yeah. you're like, oh damn, that guy's got a stiletto hammer and like, <laughs> a, like a I sweet damn. harness, like, <laughs> right, okay. you know what I mean? Like it's like, <laughs> you know, right. wicked like two hundred and fifty dollar steel toed boots, like those like, oh, this guy's not just like partying his money away on the right. weekend, right? So I was like, went into this PR thing, like, oh, like, so I asked Sam Flan, like. They told me I gotta get a computer, and she's like, "Oh, get a MacBook Pro. It's like super intuitive." And oh, I... really, I, she was like, "Oh yeah, like it's so so super easy." So I I <laughs> went I went back to Worksafe, and I said, "I need some I need some gear." Yeah. And they're like, oh, "Okay, you you do whatever you need to do. This is what we'll give you for a budget for that." Oh wow! Yeah. I oh mean, yeah yeah
0: yeah wow okay
1: well I was making proper money as a carpenter like okay. it wasn't like a small claim all oh, right cool you know okay. so. So I got a MacBook Pro and, man, I just about broke it like the first day, like smashed it with my fist. Frustration. I was just like, I didn't get it. So, like, when you say, like, yeah, like when I showed up, it was random. The pre thing to that was, if you think about this, this was a three month course. I went into this. I basically hid out in the class for four weeks. Yeah. Like just kind of flying under the radar, yeah. dying inside. Yeah. And they're like, you gotta do this practicum. Everyone went out and found practicums. And I was just right. like, I don't know what. And then the teacher was like, Oh, Jeez. if anybody can, we have like a practicum we can set you up for the Olympics with Whistler Blackcomb. Oh wow. And I was like I'll do that. I was like, What? They were like but but it had to do with like having a bit of scratch for yeah. rent. Yeah. Uh, or no because no no i think that was taken care I of they put you in,
0: i think they put you in staff housing yeah i, yeah, think I lived up there too i think i remember yeah
1: yeah so you had to take care of your like we had to take care of our food and this, this sure. and that so i was like i'm like shit like i got my work safe money like i'm gonna go on a holiday yeah right and um
0: <laughs>
1: yeah so like and and like in the biggest job like ever right? right like it wasn't like a so it was like random on a totally different level wow
0: yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I mean, I w- I'd been there. <clears> I'd only been there for like two years, I guess, prior to you getting there in, in the PR department. So I was still pretty new, pretty young in there. But um, yeah, remember we, I remember we met when I just heard your story. And you are like, oh, and it was like, I was like, man, this is the list. Like, I was super nervous because like, it's the Olympics. I don't know what the hell fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, you know, I get people around me who are professionals who do doing this thing. And uh no, it it's good to have somebody like like can relate to <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the job. Because I was like, this is fucking crazy. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. And that's like uh so when you finished that with us <laughs> i got
1: a wicked story to tell you about this is how out of my depth i was at that sure. thing so uh what i can't remember who it was at the time that was the pr manager was it christine christina moore yeah, 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 yeah. and tabitha was
0: she, she was like tabitha was like kind of leading the the kind of the charge a bit with the olympics right yeah
1: I think it was Tabitha that came up. She was like, Yeah, like it was so awesome. She came up, she's like she's like, Yeah, I'm gonna need you to make up like a put this blah 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 on like a Word document and then just print it out and slam it on the backboard and I was like, Yeah, totally. Like I'm like this, like like I literally was like I'm just going to go in the back and hang myself like I just right I have no idea what a word document is at this point
0: wow yeah okay and I'm doing like
1: Whistler Blackcomb PR practicum for the Olympics like you snuck through the system yeah like like literally like a (laughs) few minutes before that that was like you know it was like oh can you get like the prime minister of Latvia some like chocolate bars or something and like in his like bodyguard and then she comes up and she's like yeah get you got to make it this word document so there's this other girl there that she was doing her practicum or or she was doing something and I walked up to her like all boss and I was just like hey I need you to like make up this word document and she's just going to do this like word verbatim what she said Jeez. I'm like cuz I got to go run and get like the prime minister of Latvia some chocolate bars or whatever like <laughs> so like huge, that, <clears throat> that was the whole thing for me up at right. Whistler Blackcomb was like s- kind of like trying to figure out like how do I not get like busted you know super busted like i was <laughs> so busted like right off the hop like i think everyone knew they were just like what is this dude oh. doing here
0: i i don't th- i mean i don't think so i don't know i was like i think it was all fine yeah like everybody was just overwhelmed but <laughs> right the, but the thing is when you have an excuse like i have to get the prime minister of Latvia chocolate bars no one's gonna go that's not true yeah because you're not you can't make that up Any olympics anything could have happened really yeah no one knew. i wonder who that was because that thing whole,
1: whole thing though is like you know, like it was incredible, like what happened for me at that because right. there was this day, like, I think it was like the second day that we were there. And this is like pre where we're at right now. There was no Instagram back then. Right. So funny, like we're that old. Like there was no Instagram back in
0: you back know, in the day. Twenty ten. When we when we refer to the back in the day, we refer to like ten years ago. When our parents refer to the back in the day, they mean like fifty years prior. Yeah. Like our back in the day is so much shorter. Yeah. But anyway,
1: so there was this like really cool moment. Like I think it was on the first or second day, where you and I were talking, and you were like, "Christine just said something. I think it was Christine." said that if somebody comes in with a Facebook account with X amount of friends, like we're going to treat them like PR. And, and I, I remember like going like, what? Like I'd like had no Facebook right at that point, really. Yeah, and it was still pretty. It was so there. like, right. Brand new in terms of like, like what, old, yeah. what people were going to get out of the deal. And, <clears throat> and I remember thinking to myself, like you and I were kind of talking about Facebook and, And I think that the the friend count then to get media accreditation was like five grand if that's. Yeah, it was like five thousand, like not even that many people. Like it was like and I was just like but I knew at that moment I was like, I'm going to bounce like I'm going back to the city. Once this is done, I'm going to go into the class. I'm going to tell them like they shouldn't have sold me this package. Right. Knowing like my education level. Yeah. And I just knew that Facebook and Twitter. Was accessible,
0: right? For sure. Like you
1: know, if, if everyone else is gonna do it, so like, right, yeah. it was cool. Like if the only thing that I got out of the Whistler Olympics or like the the Winter Olympics that year, um, through that super painful experience, was it was just like, go that way. Like don't don't even attempt to do this because like this isn't what you're gonna do. Right. You'll hate life if you go this way. Yeah. But like. And that was like a heads a, up, man. Yeah. Like, not many people were like taking Facebook and Twitter and stuff ser- super serious. Like, yeah, in only terms chose a
0: few were for sure at the time. Yeah, yeah like Van day.
1: City Buzz back then. I remember when I I got back to the city, I opened a Twitter account, and uh, yeah, and it
0: took off for you pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, you did. Like, you kind of kind of jump started a little bit when you first got. When I, what I noticed, anyway. Kinda yeah, like, like
1: well, I, I remember I went back to the city and I reached out to Carm from. And it was back then it was van city buzz and he had under 10,000 followers. But if you think about this, how crazy that was a lot is it was like, this guy's a God. Like if you can (laughs) meet up with this guy. Right. And so when he tweeted me back and he was like, yeah, for sure, man, I'll meet you. And back then he was an accountant. I don't know if anyone knows that about Carm from van city buzz now (laughs) daily hive. He was a a legit Uh. accountant. And that was just a side thing that he's doing. Now it's like Daily Hive and they're just crushing it. Yeah, him. no
0: kidding. I wonder why they changed their name.
1: I don't know. I, it's weird that you asked it because I saw him. I went for lunch with him like about two months ago. Oh, yeah. Just to kind of ask him about what the way I should approach this new social media gig that I'm doing now. Okay. So, yeah. Anyways, that's kind of the backstory of like Ryan and I, how oh, yeah. we came into each other's life.
0: Yeah, and then I, I think after that uh, You went back to Vancouver we, I saw you a few times now and again And then uh, Yeah, I didn't. I haven't I mean, I talked to you once in a while For the last few years Yeah uh, And then uh, I guess you jump ahead like I don't know, because you Yeah, well, I can jump ahead like To like maybe four years ago When I worked at Lululemon mm, No three, Yeah 2000 Maybe three years ago But you And then you went into like a bit of a transformation After like you went through some stuff And then you transformed like the Became like a yoga teacher, major practicing. stuff man yeah. like after, I, don't, I don't know how much you want to touch on that so i didn't want to just i'm
1: that. good if you yeah. are
0: oh i don't mind at all man like i've
1: yeah because like after all that stuff like it was weird the trajectory that i was on because yeah. i was doing stand-up at that time yeah and i managed to take the social media stuff leverage the shit out of it yeah with like working with van city buzz this and that and you're right my twitter account did take off see that groupon thing too right well that was what was weird is like when the twitter thing took off for me there was like uh some guy messaged me it was like hey we're looking for somebody to run our twitter and back then nobody even called it like a social media manager or director so this guy was just like we need we know this is important yeah we're a startup do you want to do that for us yeah and they were paying me like like Well, they're paying me more than what most people get paid now. Yeah. To come in and do that. And that's, again, that's like the no education thing.
0: Right. That's cool. I mean, that it worked. I mean, for how long it lasted for whatever it is. I mean, there was a bubble there, a short bubble of like for a lot of people that did social media contracts. Yeah. But uh, and then, yeah, that took off for you for sure. And you did a bunch of stuff. with Yeah. Yeah. It was like because
1: there was two kind of things that were happening simultaneously. There was I wasn't so funny, but I was good at like making shit happen for me in the comedy world, like creating audiences and getting people to come out. And then there was this other side of things like where I was, I was actually doing that as a job for another company. And there was this, I don't know, like I think people will be able to relate to this piece like where if you start to gain followers and traction on the internet now today and you're new to it, You you can potentially put a lot of meaning into it and think that you're important. Oh yeah. And then at the end of the day, what I was feeling like, anyways, I might go down to the comedy mix and I might perform in front of like you know 250 people. Yeah. Not get paid because it's just like an open mic type deal or like 50 bucks or something stupid like that. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, you're like, you know, you're crushing it at life, and then I'm going home alone and and it's like what like this twitter is shit is like
0: right. bullshit false, for sure
1: and then also there's labels right like yeah. you're a comedian you're this you're that and right i'm like at the end of the day like i'm going home and i'm like i don't feel like that like i feel like killing myself you know what i mean right for no particular reason too just, like it wasn't like anything bad was happening in my life
0: right. just a personal it was just something you were going through personally like just a feeling in your your body and your head
1: yeah, I just think that it like it
0: got worse by people telling me that I was that I was dope. Right.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like where and it was feels like
0: did you do you know the people very well or it's more like you're just telling you you're dope and the people you didn't really know that well. Like did you feel like it was like a shallow or like um like an unfounded uh, compliment.
1: Well, I just I I don't know like have you ever like seen a picture of yourself standing beside someone? You're like, whoa, like that's me. like I'm that tall. You know what I mean? Or oh, like sure. I got that face. Like, right. Oh, yeah. I get that. You I, know. I see it a lot myself for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. for me, like I up until the last six years, the awareness of like what people thought about me didn't match up with what I thought about myself. Oh, okay. Uh, like physically, um, yeah. I have total I still like I was in New York in in May and I did, I was on this, I uh, did like a talk show there. Right. And the mo- I like swung my oh, head over at the shit. monitor and I was yeah. like, dude, I look like a fucking gorilla beside this little tiny black lady. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, I'm just sitting there like knuckles on the floor and she's asking <laughs> me questions. So like, Bleh, you know, and I'm like weird. Like that's what I look like. Right. So like Fair, when man. it comes back to like what people were saying about me as a person, like, oh, you're like, you're blah, blah, blah. And then I would go home and I'd be like, I don't connect with anything what people are saying with and your me.
0: Self esteem wasn't at the best level at all, apparently. Like,
1: yeah. Like, like I think know, like
0: you had to judge yourself pretty hard probably.
1: Yeah, I just didn't like think about myself too much. Like right. in a different kind of way, there's I think there's like that's part of our ego too, is people will talk about this kind of ego, like where I'm like, Oh like, yo, check me out and like, you know, right. and they'll do that whole thing. Yeah. And then there's the other side of your ego, which is like nobody cares nobody notices right. me i'm a mouse or or it doesn't even say that but you just think Feel like it. for me that part of my ego was that you know like if i'm not here no one's gonna notice right you know mm-hmm. so like I, as that stuff was building i remember post olympics coming back up here for the turkey sale and i was doing good financially i stayed at the was staying at the Fairmont. I think I saw you then. That's yeah. why I saw you last time. But
0: yeah. Not last time, but one of the first times since I'd seen you then. In
1: yeah. India. So, and I was up there and, and I was like feeling this kind of darkness and I knew I was in bad, bad shape. Right. And I think it wasn't too long after that, that I went, I went back to the city and I just started doing dope again. Like, you know, cause I'd been sober up until December 4th, 2010. I'd been sober for four years but previously to that like it was you know shooting heroin shooting coke right. and then like so like there was also that piece where people were saying stuff like where yo i'm going to get the the prime minister of latvia and then i'm like i can't believe i was fucking jamming heroin in my neck like four years ago
0: that's a fucking experience just You're, having those those thoughts together
1: yeah those two things like you right. know like where people <laughs> I don't, are yeah I don't, yeah 'Cause like a minute ago, like if you think about this, yeah, and this is so cool for me to talk to you about too, because like you're like this piece of my life, like where these two worlds really collided where I was like, wait a sec, like five years ago people were saying I was a scumbag crackhead junkie and then now people are like, Oh, like you're super funny and cool and fucking interesting on the internet and blah blah blah. And it's like Yeah, well like a minute ago, like literally people were fucking chucking shit out of their cars at me.
0: That's you know, job, like, dude. I don't, I see I can't experience <laughs> that, but what I don't get is like mentally trying to prepare yourself for like, where's the, like, who's being truthful to me? The people who've been haters to me and throwing shit at me, the people who are telling me I'm so good are like, where's the, where's the authenticity coming from the most? Does that sound weird? Like the question, like, um, these people are giving you all these praise. Are they doing it because they want to be part, they want to be like part of your, your goodness and to kind of latch on? Or did you think it was just, did you not think it was like, uh like sincere to be honest i just didn't ever really
1: think about it like i just i just noticed that that was weird that there was there was a point where i came where i was like wait a sec like there was this ultimate awareness where i was like a minute ago like this is this was what the way people saw me yeah and then now this is the way people see me (laughs) and then the truth is here's the truth right? right i am still me I'm still me yeah. whether I'm shooting dope or doing this or that. Like, yeah. I'm still, like, the core of me has never changed. I'm right. exactly the same. Yeah. The external labels, right? This is where it gets, yeah. like, real fucking weird, right? Yeah. It's, like, where it's, like, these labels that people project on you. You're so funny. You're a comedian. You're super successful. Yeah. Or you're a junkie, dope, fiend, homeless guy. Like, doesn't matter. Yada, yada, yada. Right. That's what other people are saying to me. I, I don't carry that around. Like, I'm not down on the street and being like, You know, like homeless and be like, yo, I'm a crackhead. Yeah, you know, like, right. You know, and at the same on the same token, you know, like now I'm like running this social media account for like a exotics supercar custom car fucking (laughs) joint. That's like selling half million dollar cars. That's cool. And I don't like see, I don't even barely even know how to tell you what it is that I'm doing. Because I just don't. Im- that's not who I am.
0: You're just doing it. You're just. You're just doing it. Not putting. You're not like. I don't. I can't explain that things. Like, if somebody asks what I do for work, it's hard for me to explain it. Cause I'm like, I just do it, and I don't like have like the words to say. Here's things these I do. Yeah. It's, it's inherent. You just. You just kind of doing it. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I think what's weird though, going back a second, is the realities you were living in that were like. So close together, like when you're on the street and when you're shooting dope and stuff, and then when you were doing the stuff and with even just even just past Sir Black when that height of your social media kind of hit it right, yeah, then like those are within four years. That's kind of what the, the the time frame you were saying. I think that's a huge. Those two realities are totally different.
1: That's a de- that's a degree, isn't it? It's though? huge, man. Because that's I, a, like a degree. You go to university and then you walk out.
0: But no one, you're not. You, no one's teaching how to handle the the comparative lifestyle to the two no so that's the part where you're trying to like you can't forget that past yeah and then you're you're kind of realizing this reality you know like you're the comparative nature must have been it must have been must have been mind-blowing i don't know it's well
1: yeah it's weird when people look at you a certain way in the sense that if you present well right, right. like we don't know anybody about mental illness you know what i mean right. like like Robin Williams, like I didn't know that guy had a fucking any sort of issues going on. I had right. no idea, so I was just like, Robin Williams is hilarious. Yeah,
0: but there's like, that's not what's really going on, obviously. No, that that praise puts pressure on people. Like if you're like, oh, you're so funny, you're so good. Whether like you you get pressure on you because you're like, man, I these people, I can't let these people down. I got to keep making them funny or something. You know, maybe that's kind of I don't know, just a guess. Well,
1: yeah, maybe, and then maybe also like you can't. <clears throat> because it kind of promotes this idea of perfection, right? Like right. we're living in a really weird time, too, <laughs> where there's this like, I should present this online. You, yeah. you know, we're starting to we're starting to hear stories like that, <laughs> like I'm getting texts. Yeah, we're starting to hear stories like that or, or, right. or documentaries being made of like these like Instagram chicks or right. guys or, you know, right. like that are famous on the Internet. And then off of the internet, people think that oh yeah, they're popping champagne and spraying it on girls' asses, and this is so dope. Yeah. And then you you see that guy, you know, he's like he's like after he's like this is gonna end, man. Hopefully, actually, I see that. Like, yeah, waking up in the morning hungover and just like life sucks, or that chick that's just like right critiquing like her selfies and just being like no, but I mean, people are like oh my god, you're so beautiful, blah blah blah. And then they're like, "No, like I fucking suck," but like I can't tell you that because I need to keep my follows and my likes
0: uh, going. And what's well, the same difference? Like the whole difference of thoughts. But imagine the people who don't even get that praise, who just like get bullied, and people who just like they're take some time with their selfies but never get that. They're just like bullied and they don't even get the praise. So you're just like that. That hot, like they kind of feel it, and it's depressing. But the highs and lows of being like famous and getting like your own personal. uh i guess your own personal what am i trying to say like um doubt in you Mm. it's got to be like if you're getting millions of views on your instagram channel but you don't think you're worth it all yeah that's that's that ups and downs gonna be so hard well it's
1: so strange too right like so like i don't know i think about pewdiepie he's a super interesting dude to me is there's like he's pretty private what's pewdiepie is the most famous guy on the internet Oh. On YouTube, like, he's got 80 million Holy subs. shit, really? Yeah, man. Like, he's... It's nuts. So, like... I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you look at his his YouTube channel, it's him, and he's on a gaming chair, and then right now, his thing is, is, like, he just takes, like, the memes of the week and then bags on them. Really? And it's really funny. But he's getting, like, you know, 20, 30 million views and this and that, and, like but really yeah like and man people have went to town on this this guy
0: no this looks like a no that's bollywood that says
1: cutie pie i said pewdiepie oh pewdiepie pew pew pewdiepie
0: oh man i keep
1: getting texts um you better turn that off or your listeners are gonna be upset and they'll never come back
0: again oh all of them. yeah
1: pewdiepie yeah that's this
0: guy yeah mega mega famous dude wow 29 years old,
1: yeah. So, like, anyway, sorry, I was just curious um, if I heard of him, yeah. So, like, I just think about these people, you know, like uh, at the height of my like Instagram or no, I think it was like Twitter fame, my reach was something like in the couple millions or something. Oh, like the that. whole reach, yeah, yeah, which was weird because, like, Analytics. you know, people don't really understand like how far things go, yeah. But I knew that stuff. I I don't know why I just started to geek out on, you know, when the city of Vancouver, the city of Vancouver hired me to do um, what? Yeah, yeah, to do a an Instagram thing for them, <laughs> and it was oh, called right. okay. yeah, it was called the Healthy City for All. Oh, cool. And I went in and sat down in the boardroom, and I was like, "You guys are ridiculous, man! <laughs> like, you want me to come in there and t- this is not a healthy city for all." And they were like, "Yeah, well, that's kind of why we want you to do it." And I was like, I was like, "All right,
0: but." sorry they want you to portray it's a good city but they won't fix that it's not a good city no no
1: they just wanted another voice in the mix that was like had a following that was gonna speak a different narrative about this hashtag and you know like well yeah there's this beautiful city that we live in but there's something legitimately broken and right and who can we get to to do that and when those guys brought back the analytics for me on that like i was like holy shit like it was like You know, some of those photos, I think one of the first photos I took was just a picture of my hand holding the newspaper and get this. I looked at this photo recently. It, the cover of the newspaper said, um, I think it was like cheapest, cheapest house in Vancouver, 600,000 or 500,000. Right. And I was pissed. I remember I was like, I was like, you can't even use that same word in cheapest, right? Yeah. So that one went viral, whatever, it was like two million, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and then I like, you know, flash forward. So this is how bullshit the internet is, right? Like, right. so my reach was up in the millions. Yeah. And this thing that, you know, like I was saying, and obviously people were listening to. Yeah, resonating uh, with, yeah. And nothing changed. It got worse, right? right by like a lot like threefold worse yeah so now the cheapest house and van is like 1. around <laughs> yeah 1. 1.2 1. 1.3 right yeah. yeah i think so so it's weird right because there's there's the truth and the truth and then the numbers yeah that yeah there is this kind of reach going on mm-hmm. but what does it actually mean
0: oh man i don't know if, what does it mean i think it only means things to like uh brands i think and like serious causes but I, it doesn't. The impact to me is really hard to, to quantify because you're like, you know, you have some athletes or people who have like say twenty five thousand followers, three thousand followers, and some have like a hundred thousand followers. Yeah. But sometimes the impact of the of the person with a smaller following is stronger and goes further. But I don't know. No, like I, I used to, I did social media for big companies too, and trying to find, like, there is a way to quantify it for sure, but on a pretty small scale. If you're talking about reach and stuff, so like on Facebook, let's say we'd be able to track like. The dollars spent from somebody looking at a Facebook post and coming to a site and buying the product that we sh- we showed on Facebook, right?
1: Yeah, it's still like s- pretty subjective though. Like, well,
0: it's not very large still. This is like four years ago, five years ago, right? Even, even the value we saw from a Facebook,
1: but people want to spend money on. That's what's fucking crazy. Is like the Rock, for instance. Right. I think Dodge or f- one of those companies, like Dodge or Ford, paid him twenty-five million bucks for a few posts. With him in the truck, like they're like, "Yo, take this truck. We're gonna give you this truck. You put it on there," and then you're like, I "Like, guess did that really
0: work?" Well, when it's polarizing, like The Rock, maybe. Yeah, you know, when the For guys, sure. when the guy's that big, but it's like billboards. I mean, they, it's the same thing as billboards when that we didn't have social media. Billboards worked to some degree, right? Before, when you had to drive the highway and you had a million people driving by the highway, now you got a million people seeing The Rock as the billboard on his social media channels. Yeah, billboards kind of worked. This is a little bit more direct, but I think when that's when, I think it's yeah. so weird though, yeah. right?
1: Like, like I want to know who those people. I would love to, for you to get that person on the on the podcast. It's like they're like, <laughs> yo, I can't fucking drive down the road because if I see a billboard, like I just start jonesing and I need to I hit buy the that truck. And, like I'm yeah. just like, you know, right? Like it's weird because I mean, there's you know, like when I think about advertising and marketing, you know, I'll always kind of come back to this really great story it's actually in a movie that you can watch called art and copy right worth watching if you've never seen it's a I documentary it. called art and copy yeah anyways the guy that did the the tagline for Nike yeah um and I still don't know what the return on investment is but we know it now is today is it's, it's just, just do, it. do it yeah like how fantastic is that like it doesn't say buy my stuff but it kind of promotes this idea of I want to be a part of And then like, you know, like the story's so weird too because it didn't mean much to him. Like he just, he was reading the newspaper and I don't quote me on this, but I think it was like Kentucky or some weird place like that, like Ohio. And and, and he was like reading about this guy that was getting executed. And they said, do you have any last words? And he said, let's do it, let's do this. Um, And he was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he cut it out and he put it on his corkboard and left it for like six months. Right. And he was sitting there in his chair, you know, because marketing campaigns, this is another thing is that people don't get about marketing is that it's not like, yo, do you want to buy my shit? Like, cause it's going to make you look dope. Like really dope marketing is, is like the just do it campaign. So this guy's sitting there, he's been thinking about it six months and then he's like, oh, like that's what it is. It's just do it. So he just. Dropped a letter at, or a word yeah, and then put it. it to it. And then that became the thing.
0: Well, when it when that happened for them, for him, for so that was the first real like that was back in the day when if you saw an ad like that kind of thing could go there wasn't very many slogans out there at the time. And that one was like, I think, combined with like the Nike brand. It's already existed. But uh, that was something I think a slogan that was, yeah, there wasn't very many slogans out there. So that was a good one. It was simple yeah and it didn't have it didn't guide you into a certain direction just like just do it that could mean anything to anybody
1: well yeah if you watch that documentary like it it became like a really emotional thing for people where people were like uh messaging or <laughs> you know messaging they were sending mail yeah, sending like notes, literally letters. a letter yeah. to nike headquarters and being like hey um your campaign Gave me the courage to ask a girl out because, like, why am I not doing it? Like, this big guy, and he actually did the interview on the thing. Um, People were like leaving abusive relationships. Really? You know, like, this is in the documentary. Yeah, man. And that's what's like, that's what's uh, like when I think about marketing and, and ad campaigns, and I'm like, yeah, that's it. But, like, you know, now we're in this weird place where I don't know if it's beautiful anymore, it's a little bit tacky, less art more about this humongous number of like 25 million followers it's not like super creative well and like i don't know if there's anything emotional about that like is anybody crying about The Rock like being like, "Oh man!" Like, but actually, I guess no, no, that's not really true because he is super motivational, isn't he? Like on his guy Instagram, he's shit, and I don't know what he, he looks, is, I don't know what right? His
0: real life looks like, but apparently, I mean, I, this is all just what I've what I've heard. do talk shit
1: about The Rock, man. Yeah, fuck okay. The Rock, man. Like, sucks. <laughs> okay, no, go. go. But yeah, but he uh,
0: apparently in his real life he's like he's the same way. Like yeah. you know, I forgot talk like when he the way he travels and what he's doing. He's like he never slows down. But I think it's because. There's so many people who are trying to be the rock. And so many people trying to have the Just Do It logo or slogan that now it's just minutia, a lot of it. And so we're like, we're inundated with what's like what's minutia? just shit. Like there's so much of it we that's can't a dope get through. word, minutia. Yeah. I learned it from Seinfeld. I'm going to be
1: saying that to myself yeah. all the way back to Vancouver. Two hours <laughs> minutia. Minutia. <laughs> le- I
0: learned that from Elaine on Seinfeld. She oh, says like some, <laughs> that's fucking <anyway>. awesome. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what I'm saying is like this, we get hit with so many things that like slogans don't count as much anymore because the good ones have been used and there's so much clutter. So we're hit with like, you know, it's like a thousand arrows coming at us all the time. But like, you, when Just Do It came out, and Nike's done it again. Nike, even with this uh, Colin Kaepernick, the football player who wouldn't take a mm. knee, and they sponsored him. And Dude, they, they ke- kill it they every time, They keep making good stands. Man. And they got roasted for making shoes in, in countries where we shouldn't be, you know, paying 10 cents a shoe. Yeah, but,
1: but who's not doing bad shit? Everybody I don't sure. I don't know yeah. anybody that's not doing... Sure, bad but shit. Like they, I that, for sure am. Like I do <laughs> yeah. like my own fucking weird stuff. Right. You know, like that's whatever. By like social standards, like
0: oh, you know, you're flying a drone without a license. It's yeah, like fuck you. But I'm talking about like corporate, you know, responsibility yeah. and stuff. And they have a they have a more responsible. They should be more responsible. Anyway, Every corporate company
1: what, is doing bad stuff. Sure, right? but what I'm getting at?
0: Y- yeah, for sure, I totally right. agree. Everyone's right. fucking around. Yeah. but what I'm getting at is like. Nike's always Even that little thing Was like They're only the only real Hiccup I think they've had And they've always done Something that's been Poignant in our society Every You know The last things I remember Nike does Have been pretty They stand out quite a bit mm. Even with having Jordan On their program mm. Like back then You know That was like You know There was like you
1: know. Narrow margins man Like that was a close call They almost didn't go With that guy Like yeah. Oh really Yeah like it's Fucking cool man Like if you yeah. think about Like how close we are To like you know, these decisions that change the life trajectory. Sure, right? right. Like, so for instance, uh, I don't go like Sam Schwann doesn't come up to me and say, Hey, you know what, you should do PR. I don't follow up on that, go to Langera. Right. Langera doesn't offer me this thing to go to right? Right. To it's Whistler Blackholm. Home. Black Home. Then th- where do I end up like in terms of because everything actually my life trajectory where I'm at today is literally connected to those few decisions. Right. Like everything that I'm doing is like that I can track that down to Sam and I sitting in the car on a like a rainy night and being like, you should do PR and me going like what the fuck is PR?
0: But you could travel back before that but too you could travel back to like when you had whatever happened on in your accident, whatever yeah. happened. So you could piece those pieces <clears throat> together yeah. Those significant moments for sure uh, like yeah so like nice. when you
1: think about Nike and like because the, they even said you know those guys from the marketing department were like yeah like it was Jordan or it was I forget who else there was somebody else that was and that guy tanked man the other guy like, oh I, the guy they didn't that's pick. how like that's how unmemorable it is because I can't even remember
0: right and I know the story that's but they cool. were like mm. dude imagine that I mean and then the thing is is like if, if, if Jordan goes to Reebok no one cares this today. There's no, there's no Jordan shoe with Reebok. You know, That's yeah. that'll be my thing. That's what's, that's my thoughts. Like, if Nike doesn't pick him, Jordan moves on to somebody else. Yeah, even if he even if he's the same athlete and the same if for some reason, just Nike was the brand at the time too as well. It's they, so
1: cool, like in, and then I like I love to think about that in this sense of like there's some magic in the world, like yeah, so You where think it's
0: fate, or you think you're just making changes along the way? Like what do you do? You think? I don't
1: know if it's like a fate thing as much as it is to me. Like I, I really enjoy the idea of like a certain magic like happening, like where, right. you know, like yeah, certain things just kind of line up, and in that moment, it just fucking tees off, and you're just like, yeah, you know. Like
0: I kind of feel that way too. I feel like there's no like fate, and there's all that kind of stuff, but I feel like you just. You're just kind of cruising through and things come at you. And if you pick the right berries off that tree or whatever it is, they kind of work together and solve something like, Oh yeah, it was, yeah, that was a big turning moment or turning point in my life.
1: Well, here's a good one. Yeah. Like, uh, I just spent the last two years in Thailand. Yeah, right. That's pretty cool. And that's a Facebook comment. Uh, you made a Facebook comment and then went, we ended up in Thailand. Some guy that I was Facebook friends with then yeah. I'm not now, right. but anyways I unfriended him. You can do that in social
0: media. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to like it's take a dark do, it's turn it's hard, there. It's harder to say. do in real life. Okay, you imagine, imagine unfriending somebody in person.
1: Imagine yeah. I tried to unfriend you right now. Yeah.
0: Or went on Facebook and just I stopped following you. It's easier because we don't have to talk about it anymore. But I'm like, oh man, I don't think we should be friends anymore. Imagine that. Is that. Yeah, real life. Anyway, sorry. What? Well, yeah, I'm not it's do that, like but. it's a
1: lot more work, right? In <laughs> yeah. real life, like where you actually have to like, because people it's don't have awkward. the communication skills. Yeah. At least online, there is this kind of communication where it's like, I stop following you, or, I'm not your friend yeah. anymore. But in real life, like what people do is, if they don't have the the ability to communicate clearly, is ghost. they just, yeah, they call ghost. it ghosting now. I just yeah. learned that term. You like, just learned it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, For like sure. there was this, you know, so I remember I went on a Tinder date like oh yeah a while back and, and this chick man. was like yo like you're ghosting me and i was like what like we went on a date like literally like had some food yeah and i was cool like i was like great and i told her that i was leaving i was going to like another city yeah um we never made out right right yeah. we never made out i think that's part of ghosting mm-hmm. and it was yeah. like at the end of the <laughs> date i dropped her off at her apartment parking lot yeah gave her a hug she came in for a weird kiss then i like we almost (laughs) head butted and then i was like cool later you know and then i moved to another city and then and there was this message she was like you ghosted me and i was like what i'm like i didn't ghost you what do you think like you go on a date with someone and then you fucking own them like immediately like we're meant to be together forever yeah where was I going with this? Okay, uh, let's get back on track. Yeah, I, I sidetracked you, I think. Uh, so so the thing, the comment was, is these trajectories of life or right. this one instance where this guy makes a post and it's kind of shitty. It's like, Ugh, like Thailand, so crappy. And it was like 20, I think it was like 32 degrees or something. You're right. And I was like. Yeah, dink, you should hook me up with a job or something like that. Like I didn't even know what he was doing. Right. And then he he hit me up on the back end and was like, hey, man, we're looking Gross. for a yoga teacher. Yeah. Which is also weird that I got that in my wheelhouse
0: that on yeah, the so side, like you I'm skip, teaching. So been, you took your you had 400 hours, 200 hours before you five. went there. 500 hours. Yeah. Because you, t- you taught yoga for stuff that I like you worked. You taught yoga for a class that I ran a couple of times. I didn't run the class, but yeah. Yeah. Um. So that sorry. And then that took you to Thailand and you worked. I was teaching at Y Yoga. Right actually right so but then when you sorry i didn't interrupt you though but when you when you got to thailand yeah so you finished story, i guess but that's what you did when you got there you taught yoga at like a a rehab center or something yeah like a luxury drug and alcohol treatment center for just like
1: the super rich
0: uh and were they mostly asians in there they weren't like there wasn't no 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 no. it was all
1: westerners so it's just like oh they're like thailand for a rehab yeah man like the smartest thing you can do well yeah. think about it like if you and i yeah. right now we're like oh we got this great business idea we need a storefront we'll right. call the rehab the storefront yeah and then we go out looking and yeah. we're devastated <laughs> immediately our business doesn't get off the ground because it's just not going to make money The the way to make money is like you got to bill out even if you bill out thirty thousand a month yeah you're barely going to make rent
0: right so you, you got to go I mean? somewhere with like, like like luxury and kind of like so, so, yeah, like
1: you and I could go to Thailand and we could lease out a resort, like a, an abandoned resort. do a little bit of work, do it and get it for, mm, I, I think like five thousand Canadian dollars
0: Ooh. a month.
1: So, so, yeah. So we get the five thousand dollars for the whole resort. Church and then we person, get like you and I are marketing guys. So we're yeah. like, OK, all we've got to do is we've got to make this happen. Right. Bring in these guys to make the Internet move a little bit. Yeah. And then now we just need a couple counselors and we'll just charge thirty thousand a month. U.S. So then wow. then you're making drug dealer money even though you're helping people to try to get off drugs. Right. Right?
0: So you're probably doing that on the side. And
1: then and then the staffing costs are low super low. So like the average Thai wage is is 10,000 Thai baht, which is about 400 Canadian dollars a year. Yeah. But but to put that into perspective, kind of to put that into perspective is yeah. that that's like that's decent money. Like you can yeah. rent a place, you know, like for a Thai person, you speak Thai, they get right. Thai prices. Right. I mean, their living costs are on par with sure. ours. Yeah, okay. So yeah. like, it's not that Relatively much. speaking. But yeah. where it gets out of whack is that we go there and then we charge Western prices or right. foreigner prices. And then we're just. And we're living in that place. That costs nothing. So even it's if you get, Even if you get white
0: man, white man, even everything. Car- yeah. They charge you white man price. You're yeah. still doing okay.
1: Yeah, like there's like, oh, like I just got hosed and then I I would be mad about it. Right. I'd be like, I got mad. It's like a buck fifty. And then they're like, yeah, we're charging you three bucks. And I'm like, and then like three bucks for like,
0: what are we, 10 bucks here, 20 bucks here?
1: Yeah. Like, you know, I'm getting like a time massage every day for what, 10 bucks. Right. 10 bucks, man. Every day. Like, I'm like, okay, this is what I'm doing when I'm training. Yeah. I'm going in and I'm getting like every day full work, body work every day. Right, but um yeah so that whole thing happened from Just a Facebook, comment and right. then and then i'm the kind of guy like when i said to you you're like i saw you did the podcast i said i want to do your podcast with right. you like i follow up on that shit yeah, I, I i don't really like i don't care that it's like the whole day to me that's like
0: <laughs> that's like an awesome yeah. adventure like
1: right. i get to drive up here i, I stopped that. i went droning
0: yeah i get to you, hang out with you you droned in the in the wind and the snow shit on the highway Buddy, you should have seen my drone. It was like literally at 45 <laughs> yeah. degrees trying Dude. to stay steady. Really? Yeah. Do you have insurance on that thing? I guess not. Eh? I do. You do? I got you, something. You fucked one up in Thailand, right? Gone. Where'd it go in the ocean tree the or three years ago? Yeah, I spent eight hours in the jungle trying to
1: like find, find it. it. What, yeah. just
0: get a glitch out and take off? Or you just, just threw it too far no, away and fell out of the sky? I
1: just thought I was way doper of a pilot than I actually am. Oh, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, right. oh, yeah, I'll just bring well, it in. The ego comes back, yeah. But, yeah, like when I was in the jungle, you had to kind of step it in. Like, yeah, through the fly trees. Fly under, under the canopy and then down. And then when I was bringing it back in on a low battery, it just... Clips and trees. It was gone, you know. It's in the jungle. Yeah, it was well, terrible. Yeah. And creepy, man. Like I was like, like literally... Trying to climb through the jungle and make it like, like panthers out there and shit and time. I don't know. I don't know if there was like panthers, <laughs> but like, I don't know about the monkeys. Like, are there like? But well, there's these centipedes there, man. That are like so super dangerous. Like, they're the most dangerous. Really? Insect. Fuck, are they big? Yeah, know? they're like, you know, really. Like they a have what? D- and then they those suckers bite you're dead. Poison. Pretty dead. Are they eat pretty
0: you. close? You can look it up. We need to get. You need to get somebody to do this stuff, like Joe Rogan. I so need a producer. So I guess I I, I got to get some sponsors with money first, but, um, I turn my internet off here cause I keep getting texts, but I'm going to Google good. What I'm talking, but yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah. Anyways, Thailand happened out of a right. comment, right? Like right. this guy said, you know, we're looking for a guy like you, which right. there aren't many. And it's no, not because dude. I'm like, it's not cause I'm dope. It's just cause I have this super weird, weird. <laughs> weird set of skills, right? Like <laughs>
0: yeah, a little bit. I'm like, for I'm sure. Big, uh, I'm a yeah. big
1: dude. I teach yoga. Yeah. I've done heroin. Yeah. And. And I'm pretty good with people. Uh, Yeah. And you're a friendly guy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, holy shit. Like this guy understands addiction, teaches yoga, has, I, I haven't lost my identity to like being a fucking, right. Sorry, guys, if you're a weirdo out there and you're doing yoga, like that's on you. But there's a lot of fucking weirdos. Oh, dude. Like it becomes their label or their who they are. Right. And they're They're just like, like here. Skinny
0: soft guys. Yeah. Well, 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 like do your crystal
1: thing. It's it's cool. Like, you know, I'm into that. Do your crystal thing. But like you don't have to like be the crystal person and the tarot card person and be like, hey, hey, like since
0: you're here. But I guess On you're the d-
1: internet with my five thousand followers. Right.
0: But my my counter to that is speak bec- just speak bec- is this is that. You are you, yep, the way you yep, are. Yep. And that's the way you want to be.
1: Yeah. I want everyone to be like me. Yeah.
0: Me too. <laughs> but if you're that weird kind of hippie guy yeah. who's like doing shit and that's you are because that's what you want to be, that's funny. But if you're just putting it on because You've been you follow this like kind of tribe or you're getting sucked into something that's different. But if you if you wanna be that way, you wanna be that way, that's cool.
1: Be that way, but be that way. Don't sell it on people. But also like really be that way. Don't be fucking sneaking off and doing cocaine and fucking people without condoms. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Like there's there's this thing like
0: this is gonna sound more, but there's um I mean it's not bad. There's a there's a yoga teacher that was on the island and he was very well respected for like yeah, I think I heard yeah, it was a yeah, couple yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. And he was very respected, and like what he'd done. He, and I think he'd done like some talks and stuff. And um, yeah. it sucks because he probably went through some kind of sickness. Or an addi- he had an addiction, apparently, uh, to I don't know, like but uh, He had like drug addiction, and he was yeah. doing party drugs, and he yeah. passed away from them. Yep. Uh, but he was like a yoga teacher, like this guy. Who major trying,
1: depression, yeah. major bad depression. That guy. Yeah. so it sucks totally because related it's a, to a story.
0: It's a shame because you know you see people where they are the outside. We talked about this earlier, the people on the outside, and he's somebody who's like addicted to these drugs and you, you think they have this whole thing sorted out. Mm. But if you're just if you're he wasn't trying to like portray a certain image, I don't no, think. No,
1: no, he wasn't in, no. in his classes, he was he known was. for like talking about how this is you know, like right. people try to go to yoga and achieve something. Right. I'm trying to achieve and in my life should get better. Yeah. And actually that's where it gets really painful is this right. kind of expectation that you're going to go in anywhere in life. It doesn't matter, man. Like if you're like, I'm going to get this job and this is going to be the one that changes my life and I'm going to trip out on happiness or I'm going to get this girl. And then, you know, she's the hottest one. And and so this is it. Like I'm so, this person makes me happy. I'm doing yoga. It's going to fix me and make me the best. (laughs) Right. And then the reality is, is that we always get to this place where we're faced with that moment where it's like, no, man. That shit is coming from you. Yeah. It's well, not coming at you.
0: No, you're right. Right? like You can't not, go to a class. You can't just follow a schedule to get beyond a lot of things. It'll help you for the first bit. Yeah. But you have to be involved in the schedule and be committed to like what you're trying to achieve from but, those classes. If you just go. Doesn't, like you're saying, just going to the to yoga class doesn't fix you. You have to be... You hit the moment, like I have to actually commit to this moment of changing.
1: Well, there needs to be like some sort of guidance. Like this has been my experience with yoga is that having external guidance where someone says like, no, this is you're at the right place now. This is where you learn how to be okay with it. This is how you learn how to be like non-reactive to these feelings, because when I'm in a yoga class and I'm doing a yoga class Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I'm like, I start bugging out. It happens. I start bugging out and I'm just like, this sucks. This teacher sucks. Like, I can't believe she's wearing socks. Look at this dickhead. And then it's like, and then all of a sudden there's this moment where it flips on me and I'm like, oh shit, that's me. Oh, right. That's no one, man. That is no one but me. So now it becomes a thing of like, here's where the real work begins where I'm like, these are just thoughts and that's not who I am. These are just things that I'm not choosing to think they literally are just flow, you know, thrown for me. Cause like, can you imagine if thoughts were so important, there'd be a lot of dead people out
0: there, wouldn't there? People go manic. They'd be insane. Well,
1: if, if, if we if we really went along with our thoughts, there would be a lot of dead people because people would just be like, I'm going to kill that guy. Oh. And then you'd be like, oh, shit. Don't. Right. You know, we would be like Dude. freaking out because yeah. people would literally be getting killed. Yeah. So that's what I mean is that our, our thoughts aren't really <laughs> the truth. They're, they they just kind of present themselves. And you're right. like, you know, but people can do that with not killing people. But for some reason, they can't do it when they're like, oh, you know what? Ryan's such a dickhead. And it's like, no. That's, that's not true. That's, that was how you perceived it in the moment. You're going through some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I mean about yoga is that there's just, (laughs) there's this piece about like, yeah, you, you get to trip out on bliss balls for sure. Yeah. But the real good stuff comes when you start to realize that like once that pink cloud, that new relationship with yoga ends because it will is that you get to the real stuff, like where you're like, "Oh shit, this is what yoga's about." This is yeah. where I'm like, find out that I'm not as dope as I think I am, right? So you get I'm, humble. You're supposed
0: to teach yourself. Like, yeah, right. I get it. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. was
1: just like, it's like, oh yeah, that doesn't matter. Like, it's all
0: good. Right. I I I don't. I haven't experienced yoga as as much as you have for sure. Like, I think, and I I think I can understand. that I can appreciate because I've hung with a lot of yoga people. I can appreciate what it can and can't do for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh I just like the way that you approached it as like a regular person. Like when when you teach yoga, you you're not trying to I, I I appreciate both sides, but you just teach it in a really like normal way. Like a, like a let's be realistic on what we're doing here. Yeah. And yeah, you gotta think about things and be a bit of it in, be a bit in your head and you know, think about things and focus and and you know, commit to what you're doing for this next hour, hour and a half whatever it is. But you have know, to be a fucking weirdo about it.
1: Yeah, it's weird though, right? Like it's it's hard for people because it's not just yoga. Like when I'm saying that and if anybody's taking this the wrong way that I'm trashing on yoga people, oh, no. it's not, man. It's like there are – it happens with everything. You
0: you see it a lot with anything that kind of – Soccer the, fans to start fights because their team lost. Yeah. Like anything. you get so wrapped up in something that you're just not seeing what's around you because of it. Does yeah. Does that make sense? I am a doctor. Can you imagine dealing with that shit? Wow. Well, I am it. a
1: blah, blah, blah. Like I'm an actor. Yeah. i'm a blah 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 i'm a comedian or something like with any sort of influence yeah and it's weird man that people use spirituality as a thing to flex with like
0: weird. they're they're like yo like you know i'm doing well, <laughs> well it's like the sunday morning t- television shows when you watch like you know these big these big um priests or ministers doing these big masses in these t- stadiums yeah people like i don't know I, that stuff is hard because you have when you're at that point, and you have 25,000 people, like that. People following you and being into it, it would be hard to not be able to break away and think about it normally, think about life normally. Yeah, I don't know if I dragged us into a weird t- off-topic here, but I feel like no, you can be influenced by by four people or by 20,000 people.
1: That's yeah. a lot, man. That's a lot of shit to deal with. Like yeah. when people are saying stuff to you. Yeah. And maybe yeah, like those preachers, they do have a lot of power. They like legit have this ability where they can walk out and then
0: influence a massive. And like touch someone's head and the person just faints to the ground. Like they're somehow mind-bended to like do that. Yeah. Like I can fix your broken legs. She couldn't see yesterday and I just went and shook her and then pushed her into the crowd. Now she can see. Yeah. That people fall into that stuff like, they get wrapped up. I do all the time. Do you smoke cigarettes? Me? Yeah. I did for a while, yeah, when I was younger. Sometimes I I get drunk or something. Yeah, exactly
1: right. Yeah. But like you're not drinking, you're not smoking cigarettes like just on your own. No yeah yeah so it's i think oh, it's that same see. thing like yeah. where you're like you know if you go out drinking your well, senses are influence. diminished a little bit yeah and then someone else lights up a smoke yeah. but if someone else doesn't light up a smoke you don't smoke right so in that same sense like where people come out in these masses you know it's like oh like becky's going to see the minister and they say he's dope and then you're like i like becky and then <laughs> and then you're like and then you're like oh yeah this guy's dope and then right. you know and then, you know, some people snap out of it and they're like, wait a sec, this guy isn't all Well, bad. who's
0: the dude, it's L. Ron Hubbard, his dad got him into this cult thing or got, got him into this stuff. And then his son got really into it and then kind of like passed him in the, in the stature of the cult they started. And then the dad couldn't take it anymore and pieced out because he realized it was a fucking shit show and a, and a dumb idea. And now his son is like, I guess he's like the, I don't know exactly if I'm c- quoting the right person, but, um hmm. and now his dad's like I, hey i was wrong this is the fucking bat you shouldn't be in this cult thing or whatever you shouldn't be doing this thing and now they don't communicate because and his dad feels like shit because he, he lost communication with his son but has got his son into it in the first place yeah like that to me just shows that there's there's way you get out of things like people yeah. and people get lost and don't come back from those things yeah but, like i can't imagine like the
1: well, there's like a, like that's a, so cool to say that, too, though, too, is like to realize that we have this power over each other mm-hmm. that we have to be super mindful of like right. how we influence because we have the opportunity at any given moment to take somebody to the next level or to cause up, major damage. Yeah. And it's again, it's this kind of weird trajectory where you send them like on this weird path where, you know, they end up in Thailand. Or whatever. Right. Uh, or or like make a series of bad decisions. Yeah. Because we all have that power and our power comes from our words and the things that we say and how we act. Yeah. And like if if that person is primed, right, because that's advertising, yeah. is we prime people to fucking buy into something mm-hmm. because we know on a subconscious level that if I tell you something, like, oh, you know what? Who's Ted's a dick, man. Right. And you're like, if you have a certain loyalty to me, you don't even need to meet Ted or have any evidence. You'll just be like, Yeah, Ted's a
0: dickhead. You <laughs> I know? Mean, right. I think, I'm, I'm I'm totally not, like that. I think that, we're man. all guilty of it too, right? You just get a small influence. It's hard to be it's hard to step out and go, Hey, wait a minute. I have never yeah. met this Ted guy before. I yeah. shouldn't just assume that this guy that my friend of mine
1: How he, scary is it to even challenge your friend that says that Ted's a dick?
0: Yeah. Right. If you don't know Ted, you can't you can't challenge him. You'd be like, oh come on. You know, maybe he's not a dick. you like, you don't even know him. You're like, right, I don't know him.
1: Yeah, it's a, like it's so weird. So in that moment, that's right. the person that's trashing Ted's responsibility to not put that Sorry, on. Sorry, Ted. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like where like I can come in here and I could talk a bunch of shit about somebody that we know mutually and change the <laughs> way that you think about that. And, I done like, the
0: last podcast. Anyway. How
1: how shitty is that? Like in a sense, right? There's this <laughs> Yeah. I, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like we all we're all guilty of it. All I'm right. saying is that yeah. is that we have to like there's this awareness like once you start to know like oh oh man like you know like whatever joe rogan has
0: like a certain responsibility now like where oh, i have a hard time with that one because i just i mean i know it's i sort of cut you off and i just i just started watching a joe rogan podcast mm-hmm. when he's got jack dorsey on from twitter and they were like joe how could you we see your, like they who is this guy jack dorsey the guy who started twitter is and he a bad guy uh, I don't, know if he's a ba- I don't know much about it, but he doesn't like, you know, like kicking people off Twitter and there's a big controversy about people getting kicked off Twitter and like allowing the t- president to stay on Twitter and freedom of speech and you sh- they shouldn't be the one who controls who says what, you know, like and if it's like hate speech, they'll kick you off Twitter, but they shouldn't be allowed to control freedom of speech and stuff. Yeah. It was a bigger topic that I'm really informed on. But what I saw was people, um, Joe wrote that this podcast is just it's shitting on Joe's saying like he conformed and let this guy come on and he bowed down to him and didn't question him on some of the things they've been doing with like the US politics and stuff that Twitter's allowing things to happen but shutting some people down or shutting, not be shutting everybody down. So they're kind of like they're sort of taking sides type thing. Mm. Anyway.
1: People by nature are just like that. Like right. there's, there's another narrative to that right. too, right? Where Joe Rogan opens the door yeah. to like something totally different. Yeah. Is that this guy's a human being I just bringing him on here To chat about shit
0: Like Yeah because he's not challenging him Because he would challenge someone He would challenge Like if a, if a Republican came on He would challenge them mm. Or a Democrat Whatever I don't know Not a liberal in the US whatever, Yeah like a Democrat. He would challenge them And like question them on all these things And stuff that he really believes in But I guess because The stuff on Twitter Doesn't really affect you, I don't know His fans were saying I'm not following you anymore You should have You should have shit on this guy From Twitter But I'm like This is just Twitter acting out On, on YouTube here Um but Joe's just giving this platform for people to talk and provide controversy creates change. And Joe's... Provi- anyway, I was just thinking that, like... But we also, got, I'll, I'll
1: also have to, like, for me anyways, like, when I'm in a good space, I can do this, right? Like, you right. can have a discussion like this and say, well, there's, there's the other piece where... People got to give Joe Rogan the space to be a human being. He's right. not going to be totally perfect. So if in yeah. the moment, because, you know, some days I'm going to like walk in a Starbucks and I'm going to get in a fight with some random person. Then the other time I'm going to go in there and I'm going to watch some shit go down. And I'm just going to be like, Phew, I'm not even fucking getting involved. So am I a bad person for like not stopping the guy from robbing Starbucks or stealing a yogurt or am I a bad person because I fucking called somebody out for talking too loud on their phone? Like
0: People will say you are either way.
1: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like we're always just trying to do our best, but then when you elevate yourself to a place or you get, I don't want to say when you elevate yourself, because in Joe Rogan's circumstances, from where I'm sitting, it kind of looks like he's been elevated to that position where people empowered him to be this guy. Because yeah. if it was him, like you can't do that. You cannot. You, it's just like People allowed pe- him to, say, to, to
0: give his voice. And
1: then they say, you know, they vote by subscriptions by, right. by subscribing to his podcast and liking yeah that's like yep 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 keep doing what you're doing keep 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 going keep yeah. going but if everybody collectively and that's that influence and effect says no oh whatever like some guy's oh. talking he's like a ufc commentator right. and like a bunk comedian a blah right. blah blah you know so we give people that power or we don't
0: well, we give it to them We expect, we expect them to handle it with. We give them that when we give them the power, like he put his name out there, like we're doing this here. Yeah. If someone gave me the power and then they expect me to handle it the way they want me to handle it. But uh, they're the ones who gave me the power to say whatever I want to say, be the yeah. way I want to say So yeah. if, if, if all them. of a sudden if all of a sudden they don't agree with me. yeah. Well, that's not my fault because that was an opinion I hadn't shared with you yet. Like yeah. I get people do dumb shit and people make mistakes. I get that for sure. That's but, why
1: people get married in like a couple of weeks. Sure. I don't, like I don't.
0: I only know one person who's done that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. I only know one person who's done that. Uh, well, actually, maybe I know two people now. Actually, I know two people. My neighbor. Okay. Before now. we go any further, can yeah. we pause this for a second? Yeah. And go sure. Take a leak. Yep. Cool, man. I'm just gonna sit and chill, and then I'll cut the audio. uh, uh So uh, how long we've we been going for? I don't really know. Like an hour, maybe a little bit less than that. This thing doesn't really tell me. Let me see what that says. So you sent me. Yeah, probably an hour and 20 minutes maybe if that's maybe an hour headphones got that fat jack Yeah I don't know um, Well, you're up here for th- how long are you up here for we can do this afternoon I'm heading back You are going to head back I'm going to try to make some daylight and I want to go try to take some drone photos again Oh shit, okay, cool Nice um, okay,
1: So where were we at? Uh, we you were You got a girlfriend?
0: Do I have a girlfriend? Yeah No, no girlfriend Just off of it or?
1: Um, yeah, about I don't Tinder
0: know. Yeah, I do Tinder, Bumble. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh Bumble, yeah. I've been hearing about I don't, this. See, I don't do Tinder anymore. I don't
0: actually do I don't actually don't do the both anymore. Uh used to. I'm just trying to just decide to live my life and just do what I want to do and it'll work out along the way. So Instead of like trying to like I'm gonna have it right now, but I I just kinda don't use it much. Yeah. Like if I go away somewhere, I'll use it. If I go to like a different cities or something I go travel for work. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, I'll use it. Yeah. It's sweet, right? <laughs> just to meet people for the most part too, right? If you meet like a good girl, it's cool. Yeah. But um
1: it's interesting the weird stigma that I got like right out the gate that it's just like fuck fest. For well,
0: t- I feel like Tinder and Bumble are different things. Like Tinder feels like more like fuck fest and Bumble's more like respectable. But is it like, okay. It's just <sighs> less, it's less, less spoken about. Be real, man. Like, but am Bumble. I, I, it's not like I'm like. But on Bumble, the girl has to talk to you first, right? I
1: want to know who's like out there just slaying ass. Like that's what I don't really. I got a couple
0: friends who do crush Tinder.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. i dudes. Not. I don't know. And I, I think it's, it's a mental state too. Really. You, gotta, you gotta like you gotta like i don't just go out and have like one night stands it's not my scene i don't do that yeah so like that's if you're into that you'll just say whatever you got to say to get in there right yeah and whatever so i think
1: so what makes it rough for guys like us then
0: i guess so i mean yeah i mean
1: people have said to me like oh you're on <laughs> tinder like what and i'm like yeah man i'm just trying to make
0: people you know e- fuck. everyone's on tinder it's like saying I know, right? Like well, it's, it's so not, fucking weird. If you're like married, you're not on Tinder. So what? The, you 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 got past that, or like like, uh, if you, like is it to come out, or is that just okay? Haven't you use the micro? not you stand? Didn't you use microphones a stand-up comedian and stuff? Yeah, but not not <laughs> in a weird setup like this. <laughs> well, it's, it's not a weird setup. No, it I just said I on think it this might be backwards. Yeah, it's backwards. The microphone's in the stand backwards. Uh-oh. It's fucked up. Yeah, the microphone's. <laughs> oh no, that's right. Just shit. I mean, they were 20 bucks on on, uh, on uh, Amazon yeah. for the whole deal. Uh, yeah. Anyway, dating sites, I don't know. I, I think it's probably worth going on like Match.com or eHarmony or something. Have
1: you had any like nightmare experiences? No, no, yeah, I me either. Pleasant. That's we're what I also, pleasant. so there's yeah. here's two things that I've been like, because I've just been back on it for like, I don't know, right. six months. Yeah. You know, something right. like that. Not long. Uh, divorce papers, just the ink just dried like a few months ago. So that's sorted. So now I feel like all clear, like I can go and because I've also like, because of the social media and stuff, I was like afraid of, of being like outed as some sort of scumbag you know what i mean even though i was like separated
0: yeah uh, psh, i think dude the fact that you're on tinder and the people these people like this the monogamy thing on tinder and uh, i think mean that's the shit of, that um, i'm seeing out issues. here man since i got the back to thailand
1: been. is so crazy man right. like i didn't know about all these words they're what used, do you mean words the words like polyamorous and stuff like this oh. and well that's
0: just
1: what did that happen? Like, I went away for two years. I was in the jungle for a bit. Yeah, like I was out. Every
0: a uh, bunch of people started being shitty. A bunch, bunch of dudes got found out for being fucking idiots, and then like a bunch of famous people started, you know, getting called out for being fucking misogynists and rapists and stuff. And then uh, every but there was like the the this movement of like, uh, were you around? For, were you around for the Me Too movement? It's still around? But did you were you hearing that kind of kicked off? No, no. I think that was when um, what's well, when the Harvey Weinstein guy. Got okay. Yeah. Rayburn yeah. yeah got like Bill Cosby Yeah. These guys. So that started off with the Me Too movement, and then the polyamorous stuff. I'm not even sure what that means. I don't but know I think what a, that lot means ex- a lot old. of things. A lot of different things exploded in the past two or yeah. three years, like between like the Me Too movement and then like the non-binary. non-binary I, I, I consider you know, myself a woman today, like fluid gender, gender fluid, whatever. I don't know polyamorous. I think that's like it's not like more than one.
1: Dude, I have no idea. So listen, I got back here. I came back and I fired up a Tinder account. Polygamy
0: is more than sorry.
1: Do it. Look it yeah, up, man. Okay. So I got back here in October yeah. to do a hundred hour yoga teacher training and I fired up a, a Tinder account yeah, and I bought, Tinder. I paid, I paid the 200 bucks. 200 bucks. What do you mean? 200 bucks. You can get the gold paid, membership. Oh, you went yeah. I'm not, I'm I went <laughs> paid. I just wanted to see what was going on. Right, okay.
0: I didn't want to guess. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and so, <clears throat> oh, so sorry. Yeah. It means tons of wives or husbands or penises or Paulie means Paul. Paula? Greek for many, several, and Latin for or so many loves. So you just get
1: to wail on all the many dick loves,
0: yeah, or whatever, or w- yeah, if you're into that, yeah, yeah.
1: Because I was like, so I got back, and then it was like, that I would come across these, like immediately, like there was like couples and stuff looking for someone else, and I'm like, what man? Like, I'm so people old? who pay are like feeling more private. Am I old, uh-huh. dude? Like, and I'm like, so it was like, we're looking for somebody else, or or I'm married and I'm looking for like. What is it like? There's all these acronyms that I don't know either. Like, oh, I you got to Google the
0: shit. Feel yeah, like. I
1: had to Google it. It's like uh, FWB. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Friends with benefits. I'm just say friends with benefits. Oh, I thought it was fat And then white how bitch. are we going to be friends with benefits? Like you're married like, and we're not even friends. Like we're on Tinder. I don't want to be your friend. Like nah. I'm not on Tinder trying to make pals. Like yo, I'm just looking <laughs> to like, you know, make some new friends.
0: Yeah. And the ones that are creepy. But I think what happens is... I think more girls meet weird guys than guys meet weird girls. So the idea, like, you're on Tinder and the bad rap it gets is from guys being fucking shitty. I, I, I'm generalizing yeah. here, but I feel yeah. like a lot more guys are shitty on, like, they get to this point where they're just trying to, like, they'll fib and lie to get to this girl. They won't tell they won't say, I'm just looking for one to stay whatever. they But, they're like, oh. oh,
1: a lot of married guys, too, right? Because, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I, I remember, like, I went on this date with this girl and, like, the first that we met up for brunch. Right. So I was trying to do something. It's a pro move, brunch. I, well, the thing is, is that for me, like going out dating, like I'm like, I'm hypersensitive to people right. being upset about something bad happening in their life. So I'm like trying to make, try Dude, to create a like, a meetup is nicer? Yeah, like just make <laughs> it super safe. Like, <laughs> hey, like here, I'm not here trying to fucking smash ass. Like I just, I'm here because I want to know if I even like you. Right. Yeah, right? that's fair, or, man. Or, or, or you probably, you might maybe, might meet me and be like, no, like I don't like you that's cool too but we have to do that so yeah i always like doing brunch right or something so it's mood. early i'm pretty fresh in the mornings too yeah. like i prefer to do stuff in the mornings so like Sorry. yeah <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't know why i made me laugh it's because i've had water in my mouth i yeah. yeah um and 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 one of the first things this girl looked at me like with like a stone cold killer face and she was like i gotta ask you something before anything else and it was heavy, man. Like as if we'd known each other a long time. Fuck. And she's like, "Are you married?" And I was like, "I'm like, how'd you know?" <laughs> oh, because you are. You were. You yeah, are. Yeah, yeah I, I just mean, the yeah. paper hadn't. You know, like right. I hadn't done the thing, but i had been separated for a long time. But yeah. like, for me, it was like I was like a little bit paranoid. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like what? Like because I thought I I went through my social media and I like as if she doesn't exist anymore right. in my life. Yeah. And um, and then I was like. I was like yeah and you should have seen her face man it was like she wanted to punch me in the face she's like you are and i was like and i was like yeah like let me explain in context, that yeah i'm like this is kind of the scenario she's like oh okay and i'm like yeah like i'm just getting into the dating thing like i yeah. did i gave the relationship space because a i wasn't ready to like jump in anything or even right. like hang out with chicks because like my marriage was super public like on the internet right. like yeah. i put everything out there and then all of a sudden I had to like, Reach I had fucking that. social media couples trauma.
0: Right. Cause you're going and going back and seeing, all you know what shit. I mean? Like
1: now I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to ever do anything with a girl on the internet. I just don't want to. Cause it's a weird one to say like, you
0: come across a picture five years later and you're like, fuck.
1: yeah, well like, I mean, you know, when I was married, I was just like, yes, yeah, my dream girl and blah, blah, blah. And it was all true. <laughs> I just never You're the
0: blissful guy just like yelling and super happy. Yeah, yeah. And, and like had, I love taking
1: pictures of yeah. my then that yeah. now is my ex-wife. Yeah. I love taking photos of her. She was yeah. fucking hot too. Yeah. And um and so like uh, you know, you know, like I was just like I didn't I never thought about when I was going through that social media stuff, like yeah. posting all this stuff about my wife or my ex-wife. Uh, that I would have to deal with that later on down the road or how right. that would even affect me. Why would I? But I'll tell you this much it's weird.
0: Right. You know, now,
1: because I'm just like, I'm like all yeah. paranoid. You know, it's like, oh, like, do you want to take a picture together? And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't ever, like, that is, like, if I ever yeah. get involved with a girl again, it will never exist on the internet right. again. Well, that's just fair, because man. I just don't, I don't know if there's a real thing, like, do people last forever,
0: dude? In my experience, no. I know we
1: started out on Tinder and now we're going like well, it's a fair thing to, shit. But
0: well, no, it's a fair. Um, they align Tinder and talking about how people last for and like your public persona as a person. Yeah, like it's becoming more like the average person is now more. Ex- the average person is more exposed to everyone in the world than they ever have been. Yeah. So if you're if you're like when you told your friends you're married, you told your friends pictures, that's where it ended. Yeah. Every, every marriage, but yeah, I mean, I don't think now I've People live happily ever after, but I don't. I'm, I have i do not know. If, I mean, in my experience, uh, it's less and less. And when you have to look back and see like your pictures of your girlfriend and you, or your ex wife and you on social media, and then someone else they see you on there and they go, oh, "Donovan, okay," and they Google you, they just go on Facebook and type in Donovan. Yeah. They probably find you pretty easily. Yeah. If they see your, you know, face. And, yeah. they, and they can look through your fa- Facebook and go, oh, "This guy," and they find you out before you even know they found you out yeah i found you out in a way you're trying to hide a secret i went on a
1: date like that with a girl that was like she knew right she knew everything man (laughs) She'd done all the googling
0: and um
1: and it was cool because i'm always curious about that side because there's this one sort of narrative about me on the internet right and it's like that i'm some a photographer uh i take pictures of homeless people yeah i'm a junkie
0: I've yeah. had, some, I, there's
1: some stuff out there of me and the police.
0: Right. So we It's very vocal. So like, I think you're an emotional guy. When you get fired up, you send it out right away. Yeah. So you're not, you're not hiding what's going on with you on a day to day basis. Yeah. So when you look back, you're like, fuck, I probably shouldn't. In, in your hindsight, <laughs> a bit different than most people. Yeah. you're just like, boom, send it out. I mean, I know a lot about what what you've been through just yeah. because I know you've, you've shared it, which is cool vocally yeah. because people get it, but then you have to be ready that's going to. Someone's going to know more about you than we want. Yeah, which,
1: uh, to be honest, like, it's never bothered me. Right. So, like, the only thing that I I have a little bit of regret is just the heart piece, which is, it's not really regret. It's just that, like, what it did is there was people on my Instagram that were, like, emotionally invested in my marriage. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It was weird, man. Okay, so like listen yeah. to this. Right. We'll go back. It's so strange. It's so strange, man. So yeah. listen, so I <laughs> I left her in September of 2017, okay? Okay. Yeah. And initially it was like a super low key, like I I thought that it was going to be manageable. I went to Cuba, you know. Oh. It was like oh. It was that long ago. Yeah. Yeah, so then people were like message me, "Oh, oh. like where is your wife?" on the DM. Right. And I'd be like, oh, you know, and I had to cover our tracks. So then, when when I fully called it and I packed all my shit, and I was like, okay, hey, this is fucking mental. Like yeah. I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, I knew a I couldn't handle my own darkness around, you know, potentially using dope again. Right, like it was heavily emotionally loaded thing. That's a huge thing for sure. That's a bigger yeah. Way. So yeah. like the the size of the city for me shrinks because like there's the Internet space and then there's the real life space. And both for me are quite big. Like I know a lot of people mm-hmm. on on and off the Internet. So I went to, to Thailand and within, you know, I gave it a few days before I started kind of being like, oh, I'm in Thailand, blah, blah, blah. And I had to carry this weird lie for about three months where people were DMing me asking about her. I uh,
0: was curious, yeah, I did, but I would figured, yeah. Yeah, so I would
1: say stuff like, oh, she's got a contract to finish. And and to be honest, like, you know, like I held out thinking that we were going to sort it out. Sure, but, yeah. But uh, because, you know, I definitely wouldn't want to say anything. Um, she said with a
0: foot later. Or yeah. A foot later, you mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, like, there was this other side, like, where I was so used to being so public about everything Mm -hmm. that for, like, you know, the the last year and a half, I just had to be so quiet about anything. And, like, I I couldn't I didn't want to trash her, a Yeah. um, But, like you know i couldn't really fill in the space but man people were like by january so we're talking uh uh october november december january so we're talking 4 months four months after the fact you know like i was getting blown up in my dms like you know what's going you know like really like personal questions you live
0: you live your life personally like you do put your emotion everything online so people expect people assume they can just ask you this stuff when they're following you
1: yeah and like people had put this relationship kind of like on a pedestal too like oh look at these two like they're traveling tons and like super in love and blah 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 whatever and um so yeah it was like It was weird to like have to for the first time in my life to like actually lie, in a sense. Like, even though it wasn't like you know a dirty bad lie, it was just like I had to lie to protect her. I had to lie to protect myself, and um, and then kind of like you know moving forward into this dating realm, like post marriage, it was like, damn, I'm never doing that again. I just don't want people asking me about stuff that is so like. You know, relationships, they're really out of our control. Like how someone else sees that relationship, if you're in it, like you and I are in a relationship, like if something shifts for you, I don't know what's going on for you. Yeah. And then you're just like, man, like dude i had the guy on my podcast he's a fucking weirdo you know <laughs> i already what I mean? thought that so yeah it's and, too then, late now. and then i'm like and then i drive home and i'm like man that was the best time ever like i'm gonna see if i can crash on this couch and like we have two totally different things and that's right. what's happening in relationships a lot of times oh, for sure and um so yeah like when it comes to like the being out there about how i perceive the relationship right like everybody saw how I, I perceived the relationship. Yeah. I put beautiful images. I wrote about it. And the other person was like in, in a totally different trip. Right. So for me, it was like, okay, moving forward into the Tinder space and like dating mid, like I'm fucking 43. Now it's like the landscapes totally changed, Ben.
0: It has. The, the thing that I think is that the people's, uh, expectations and people's, uh, like, what do you expect from the relationship? If it's not talked about, it can send the the smallest small little discrepancy you can send people's relationships off on a different trajectory.
1: People get pissed fast. But though. on
0: Tinder, the expectation is kind of set because the platform has a reputation of what what it is. Mm. So the expectation to me on Tinder is like, you expect that it's going to be maybe a fly a fly by night or like you know a flash in the pan or my, it's going to be weird. it's gonna probably it's going to dead end probably somewhere. Cause, or Tinder's like. This seems like a a sex app, like you're just going to go, you know, hook up Like a hookup app. Yeah. So that that expectation is already set. So you have to change Mm. that from that to be like, hey, I'm a normal person just wants to hang out and see if we can do something here. So you have have to change that in person. But yeah, if if you I when I see on Tinder, I'll go Google the person's name. I'll be like, hey, okay, I'm in whatever city I'm in. I'll go, do you? I'll go on Facebook. And, hey, type in their first name really? and see it pops up. Well, yeah, because I don't know why. why not? I mean, the, the tool is there to do it, right? Yeah. Like, it happens to me. I'm sure. Like. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Maybe that's why I'm not getting a lot. I don't. I'm not. Getting well, I'm not any saying it helps me. back home, man. Like it's been. It's been weird. Well, Vancouver's like, tough, man. It is
0: like super tough. There's like a, how many? How many? There's a lot of people there.
1: There's a lot of people there, <laughs> yeah. but like. I don't know what it is that people are looking for now, but it is like definitely changed. or the, the landscape of like finding out about someone and then getting like a certain piece of information, you know?
0: Well, it's the same thing. So when you're on, you're on Tinder and it's like compare Tinder and Instagram, you don't, you, most people don't share horrible photos on Instagram of what's going on there day to day. And mm-hmm. if they do, people like stop following them. because think it's annoying. And people don't yeah. reach out on Tinder. You don't put up shitty photos so when you get, to, so you're portraying your best side, right?
1: Some people aren't.
0: and, and some, some people,
1: people put fucking weird pictures up. And no one,
0: mind. and probably, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think there's a lot of, a lot of accounts that never get liked. <laughs> there's probably a lot of accounts out there that just don't get any, any right swipes. And then, but everyone's superficial. Everyone's expecting someone more. And as soon as they, sw- as soon as they swipe and get that, that connection, they're like, mm. cool. They're already satisfied enough that they got that. They don't even follow through
1: i know because i've messaged people and like it's been crickets it's just yeah. been like nothing i'm because like, like
0: they're split second it's like it's like when you go to a store the candy bars in the they're like oh cool i eat the candy bar you buy you like i didn't, shouldn't eat in that candy bar it's the same thing as swiping right you're like mm. oh and then you're like now i got to follow up it's gonna make pick me work no way and then i think that's what happens
1: i think yeah like i've yeah i'm getting to this place now where i'm like i'm just gonna i know enough people on my network's big enough that i'm just gonna like Be more social go group, about shit. doing that because it's not like i've had any bad experiences from tinder i have not no i've i've had some uncomfortable scenarios where i've <laughs> met up with uh women that are i felt like i was going to have a stroke because they were so anxious right. you know like yeah i remember i went to it's this stuff
0: man i'm sure like fuck yeah it is it's tough, dude it's
1: super weird like meeting someone brand new and you're like hey in the back of your head like you know like the the bottom line is is that you know, like there's like some making out and like potentially humping. Yeah. And like there's, so there's this thing like where you're like, yeah, like it doesn't have to be that thing. Like, can we just like forget about that for a minute? Like this
0: and then just do this. The spontaneous meetup program goes away and you need, when you're going to meet this person, you've already built up a scenario, how it's going to go sideways, how it could go right. And you've already set these expectations when you normally in real life, you just you bump into someone, go, Hey, Oh, Hey, nice to meet you. And then you have to build this relationship. I mean, you meet them. You've talked a few times but now you're just like going from this electronic meetup to real life and you've already got a bit of like you've been building it up so long Mm. just it's fucking it's a tough scene when you go sit down with somebody unless you're a player unless you like follow like
1: it's so weird like how everything's changed man like i was having this like text messaging thing going on and like i had it actually on my tinder like i was just like yo like don't text me like i fucking hate texting (laughs) and or if we even like each other like no texting like don't text me don't like. Hey, what's up? What's he doing? Because I'm like, I'm doing shit all the yeah. time. I am doing stuff. But if you want like legit time, call me. Like, let's make plans to do something. Yeah. But like the amount of wasted space in terms of like, but like you know like uh, I'm eating tomatoes. What are you gonna eat today? And like I appreciate the effort. Like okay, cool. It's like the your
0: attention's r- cool. Like if you.
1: But is it? Because this is the other thing. Gets you to do.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Is
1: that like? Are we just like looking for distractions like this piece where I'm like, like really, maybe this is what people should be texting each other. Hey, I can't deal with myself right now. Can you please fucking help me out?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm so. Yeah, I
1: cannot handle being with myself right now. There's this too big of a gap. Yeah, I'm falling apart. What's your breakfast look like? You know, like, do you love me? You love me. I love your face. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It makes
0: it feel incredible. I know you're just joking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it's weird though right like yeah. where w-
1: why is there like there's this over amount of communication that isn't even any communication
0: it's di- i'm sure it's distraction like yeah it's a, because it like even it's why you watch tv it's why you have music going in the background sometimes you know like if, if you're you need to be distracted just so you can be okay with whatever the fuck you're psycho about <laughs> 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 you know like i need to be di- i'm fucking psycho i need to be distracted yeah. about this or like some people just get the attachment there, you know, like the chance, like you said, the chance for, um, someone to change their mind and walk away. It's, it's allowed, it's, it happens more in our society now. So we are used to be like, Hey, like more people, more people are breaking up, you know? So like we're used to be like, Oh, we're just expecting it to happen. Yeah. So you just get this, like you get your up right away. And like, where are you? What are you doing? Always pay attention to me. So I don't think you've just abandoned my, my, life. So I don't know. I think it, the neediness is tough, especially if you uh, if you don't get a lot of swipes, let's say. You don't get a lot of people liking you. You get one and you got to meet them. You put a huge amount of pressure on that one thing. Yeah. That you shouldn't have.
1: And also the wacky thing is like that whatever, however people are experiencing life, like, you know. Oh, like you, you're on Instagram and like mad people are liking your stuff. So you want to go and fuck people. other people. <laughs> right. It's like... No, come on. Right. Really, like I got to deal with that now. Like, right. Things are getting really, really weird, man. Like, because I remember the the girl that I first fell in love with the first love of my life. I was 17. It was nuts, man. Like, it was like, oh, my God, I like, can't believe this girl's talking to me. Mm. And like, I had to avoid her end of the school. <laughs> you know, like it was like she was on the second floor near my math class. And I'd yeah. be like, I can't. I can't like, I would go around. I wanted to see her, but I just couldn't deal with it. And then one day we started talking and then it was like, it was phenomenal. Oh, cool. It was fucking unreal. Yeah. Um, but like, then it was, it was pretty straightforward. Like I, I think I would have been a total mess. Right. If I revisited that whole, like I was a mess then I couldn't handle that kind of relationship at that age. Like it was just too much love. Like it was so fucking crazy. And then like now like in and, and 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 at the time in my life I was so insecure man like I was right. just like oh like Were you, why don't you like that guy cuz you could have, he's got a Jeep YJ <laughs> like, and
0: you didn't have one
1: you know yeah I yeah. didn't have a car and um and then now like you think about it like what kids are dealing with getting into relationships where it's like oh like that guy's got like a dope Instagram like the expectations are high for everybody oh right man now. man it's so crazy yeah and I the mean, reality is, like, like that is everything I own.
0: What that backpack? That right?
1: backpack is like all the uh, anything that's important. Like, if I need to bug out right now, like yeah. this is it. I'm good. Like <laughs> yeah. Everything that's my passports in there. There's oh, money. Shit. There's a laptop. There's a drone. My camera. Don't say that on, t- on camera, man. You know everything's good. Right. Good to go. Like right. my life is so basic and simple. But on the internet, it can look like insane. It's like, like even like, fucking oh, traveling the world, living in Thailand. Like yeah. it's
0: like, and I mean, we're all. You don't even know you're doing it, but. I mean, you know, you're doing it because you're posting it, but yeah, like I mean, yeah, I mean, people think you travel in the world. And you're like, oh, they when they see that one small step, like or one small one small misstep, or are like, oh, you know, I'm divorced yeah. now. Like, oh, well, you look like you're having the time of your life. Cause you're yeah, in Thailand. Well, Which is so
1: that's so <laughs> funny too, man. Like, I mean, it's not funny. It's actually it's, it's kinda sad. It's kind of weird, man. Because yeah. like this year was it was weird. Because on one hand, like the last year and a half, right. Like I was doing some fucking dope shit, but it was like to try to save my ass. I mean, yeah, you know, on the Internet, like, you know, I'm going to these like infinity pools and these beaches in the jungle and doing crazy ass motorcycle trips. But really, like I would wake up and I'm at a place now where like I'm not really struggling. So I'm like, okay, I got nothing going on the next 10 days. Like I have got to fill it up and I'd be like, okay. Well, if I drive from Chiang Mai to uh, Krabi, that's going to be two days there right. if I pin it. Three days if I stagger it. Yeah. If I stay there for three days, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, it's going to be crazy. terrible. It's going to be yeah. like, I'm going to have to deal with myself. Right. It's three days. That's almost 10 days. So it was like desperation stuff. And then there would be like these just moments like tired. where it was just like, you know, pull over to the side of the road and just be like, like, what? Like, how is this like? How did my relationship end like this? Like with me here, like in self-exile. Right. With a drone and a bike. Trying to convince myself that I'm having the time of my life. Because that's what it was. Like if you look in my Instagram, that is not anything to do with anyone else. But me trying to convince myself that, no, man, I'm good. I'm good with or without. And to a certain degree, I am. But like at the same time, there's like these... You know, like shockingly intense, like that loneliness that kind of creeps in where you're just like, "Oh my god, I'm
0: 43. Like this was not the plan." Well, dude, because it doesn't help when you're in Thailand. You can't speak Thai. You can't speak the English. You can't speak the language. So you only speak English, and you're in Thailand by yourself when you're trying to escape. It 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 provides almost more isolation because yeah, you're free, but then you're by yourself when you c- the, the lack of being able to communicate with somebody, even just going to a store and asking for. A candy bar in the right language, being able to communicate, Brutal. it isolates Brutal. you. So you're already in a... If you weren't ready to deal with yourself on your own at that time, and you thought you were, you just isolated yourself a hundredfold by being in a country where So
1: it's totally true, man. Right? And everybody just thinks like... And I'm one of those people that thought that if you get to a place in life where you have enough scratch to get by every day, that you can get somewhere tropical mm-hmm. and no debt have a few things that's the dream right and then you get to all that and like you know for me that was the last year i was like wait a sec like fuck her man you know what i mean like I i can just do my own thing and then get over there and then be like damn like this is bad this is bad because now now like there's like we're all aspiring to, to, to to do what i did last year yeah and then or a lot of people are anyways and then they get to that scenario and realize no that's not what i'm trying to do like my friends are what matter like yeah. familiarity my community traveling is
0: dope but like the reason why my life is rad is because of whoever's in it and you like you need to have something to look forward to or something to work towards so i think for the most even if it's a basic thing but like if you're just traveling i'm trying to kill time to k- get your mind clear you know you, at some point you got to come back around and find something you want to do and like be able yeah. to focus on something because if you're just like kind of unfocused every thought can just kind of and I, I've experienced that for the past couple of years. But
1: like mind assault. Yeah.
0: You don't, <laughs> like, you don't give yourself something to focus on, so you don't ever have a chance to, let, to block out anything else. Mm. I did that for a couple of years, but I think when I can't, I don't know. I, didn't, I didn't, haven't gone through what you've gone through in life, and I feel like everything that you've done has taught you to deal with hardships along the way more than some people ever thought because you've gone, you've gone on, the, on, the, on the other side of it. Hmm. But yeah, man, you, you isolated yourself in Thailand, but it probably now you're looking back and you oh, it's cool. Like you probably will see a benefit.
1: Oh yeah. You have mm-hmm. like, I think it's like when you go on a fast, right? Like if yeah. you fast, uh, or you go to the gym or do yoga or do something that's challenging is yeah. that when that ends, you feel rad. Like you're yeah. like, whoa, like coming back here, man, like I was driving up here. Yeah. Man, it was a so fucking different drive today. Like <laughs> yeah. just driving cool. up here and I'm just like, holy shit, man, this is where I live. Like yeah. this is mental. Like people I've met in the last year would love to come here. Like they sure. would just be like, whoa. Yeah. Like that's nuts. There's snow on the trees. That's crazy. Right. Snow. Yeah. You
0: know, and then this it is, is where I live, but it's it's stuff that I took for granted. Of course, yeah, you for know? sure. And you have to it's like, you know, it's like you have to escape to appreciate where you left, right? So then I mean, coming back here. I mean, I've, I've, I've done, done a bit of traveling, but I haven't mm. moved around. Like, I haven't lived in different too many places for too long. Mm. So, like, for me, I, I try to not lose my appreciation for this place because traveling helps you, know, it helps you appreciate where you are for sure. Yeah. But living in Thailand, would be cool, man. I mean, it seemed like it'd be cool because of the landscape and just the culture and, and the shock it would be. Yeah. But then after that's done, you're like, okay, now I'm, I'm a foreigner and I don't really know what's going on. I don't have a yeah. com- I'm not comfortable.
1: Yeah, it would be, it's, I think it's like way different. Like if you have someone, um, you know, like when I was married and I was there, like my experience, those two different experiences were way different. Mm-hmm. Like it was definitely better with somebody. Right. Like there's stuff that I did that's like, yeah, you can't bring someone along to do that stuff just mm-hmm. cause not many people want to do that. Right. You know, like. I went hiking in the jungle like that's not like everybody's like oh like rad and then you're just going to fly a drone like well I do what like that sucks. Yeah. But like the the bulk of the experiences like the eating the like going to the beaches to go into the jungles to like yeah. having a, that was definitely better with someone. Right. Okay. And so I think like you know for the most part life is better with somebody. You know, with yeah, like, man. you know, like if you go traveling like it's dope for like about ten days, a right. couple weeks on your own. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, man, you get somewhere like you're in Vienna and you're just like, holy shit, man, like I wish so and so was here because they would just dig that right. or, you know, like when you're skiing and being like, man, if whatever buddy's is here.
0: Well, there are there are there are like societies and there's studies that show uh, s- Society societies that are more social and people mm. have more like gatherings and like dinners together stuff, families their, their life expectancy is longer
1: 100% because
0: it feels like a, I don't know what I don't know what this t- t- scientific term is but there is studies that show that like the more social people you are the happier their life is the longer they live
1: yeah Malcolm Gladwell wrote, a, uh, I think it's The Outliers. Oh, I read that. Maybe that's yeah. where I got it from. Yeah, in the beginning of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he he says it like that, but something to the extent of just they were confused about how these guys eat so terribly. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, It's like Italians
0: and stuff. They live for a long time, but they eat pasta and bread all day. Yeah, <laughs> and there's, <laughs> well, there's like no special. heart
1: conditions, like there's no cancer, no heart diseases. Right. But these are the same people that like have meaningful interactions like yeah. throughout the day, know who their neighbors are. Support their neighbors. Yeah, they like support the handicapped guy in the community or the yeah. person that's like mentally on. Un- like everybody's yeah. involved in that. They're like, oh, yeah, like he's, you know, they it's all know what's going on. It's weird that the family members
0: move away and separate. This usually stay around a bit of a, like a close unit. And yeah. They're, yeah. They're healthy people. Yeah, that's huge. So when you think about traveling on your own, yeah, people you go to escape or something and try to get in your own brain and try to do it. But after a while. You got to come back from that, yeah. Or you just stand in your fact for.
1: Well, now I'm living with my buddy and his family. Like it's a it's good a a whole family. Like so, you know he's married. He's got two kids in a house. And dude, I haven't been this. I haven't been this happy or this kind of like content. Like this kind of I can't explain it, man. It's like. It's like a kind of peace that I haven't experienced in a long time. Yeah, that's cool. You know, so it's like being alone for so long. And then like every chance that I get, like I'm like, they're like, oh, like we're going to have dinner. And I'm like, they're like, just so you know, like so if you're here at six, like that's when dinner is. I'm like, I'm there. Yeah, cool. You know what I mean? Like or like when I come back at the end of the day, just hanging out with them on the couch and watching the kids play video games. Like, you know, they're crawling on me or whatever, but it's just. You know, there's something that's so super important about connection that uh, no amount of money can replace. Because I've done that thing with money now, like where it's like, okay, that isn't the fix. Right. Um, Moving isn't the fix. No. The stuff isn't the fix, but there's like something about that connection.
0: I think to as well (laughs) for me, looking at you, you would have in this situation. Now you would gain a, a really big appreciation for the connection based on but I little bit to know about how you grew up and everything else in your life. Like you've had a lot of disconnection, I'm sure. Yeah. So when you now have that with people, you can appreciate it more having been through, I, I would assume like a lot of disconnection for sure. Yeah, I think so. I think there was like, like being able to trust people. Yeah, there's
1: periods of it, right? Like right. there was like where it was like absolutely important to like not be connected right. for like safety purposes. Cause I felt like everybody would at some point be gone. Right. Um, and then getting to a place where it's like, no, I just want my privacy. I don't know what that looks like. And then having that and then kind of going to this like really intense marriage and, and then doing Mm -hmm. that and then being like on the totally opposite end of that now where it was like total isolation in a country where I didn't speak the language and then coming back again. So there's like, I think it's like for all of us, no matter what the circumstances is that we can have, Experiences where it just helps us to grow and appreciate more and more because all of my experiences have led me to where I'm at right now. Right, you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely like the disconnect, the connection, th- and then finding the variations of what that actually looks like. Because right. there's forced disconnection, then there's like my own disconnection, and then you know,
0: I think forced disconnection is like a defensive move. because You're trying to like you want you don't want to. You're like don't come near me because I'm gonna hurt you you're gonna hurt me i don't want to be part of that and then it's like uh, and if i trust you i've had trust been broken many times when i was younger let's say and i don't want to trust you because but so making connections involves a ton of trust because if you want to make that connection have the connection last you have to trust the persons on that side of the connections do the same thing back to you yeah so it's i think there's like a hard some people have that people aren't used to trust i don't think a lot in like a in, in in a bar, like some in our lives, you know, especially with the media stuff and maybe what you've gone through, like you probably aren't used to trust. And when you yeah. give it, you it gets taken away from you pretty quickly sometimes. And so you can be jaded by it. Yeah. So to have a family like you can hang out with and live with and you can trust them and like you watch what they're doing, it, it takes a you got to let go of a lot of defense in order to have that connection. And
1: isn't everyone going through that because we see that like if you go back to uh, so like in terms of like intimate connections with mm-hmm. men and women, you know, a lot of these people like whatever happened to them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're not able to move past it. You know, like I'm in a yeah. weird place now, like where I just came out of this massive, like a super important relationship in my life. And then I went out on a date the other night and this girl, like we're sitting there and then she grabbed my hand, like she was like, right. And then try to like kiss me. And then I was like, I was like, holy shit. Like, right. like in public and normally I'm I, pre it's, this whole thing. Right was not a big deal like i was all about pda and shit like that but something happened in this particular relationship where you're hurt
0: man or you're just like slapped you're slapped yeah like like,
1: where it's not there like you know when i look at the relationship with that woman and what she brought to the table she had experienced like some bad shit with previous relationships that she brought into our relationship that totally wasn't what was happening you know like so like it's weird man like all our connections are based on past experiences intimate or other so like you know and and it makes it makes it really challenging because you're like you know like for me now my experiences I went through this thing and I can say knowing that's over like that's not happening anymore so I can let it go right but when you're triggered in that moment, that girl grabs and it's like, that's unfamiliar. That's not someone I know, you know, and they try to lean in to like kiss. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't want to I don't want to be an asshole. But, you know, this is a bit much. Right. Um, and then it's my responsibility to push through that and say, like, no, everything's cool. Like, nothing bad's happening here. And then kiss her back and not react to, like, all my own shit. Like, right. So depending on how much you want to grow as a human being, like or how much
0: you hang on to stuff that you shouldn't be hanging on to. Right. Like it's hard. Right. Like, That's what all these motivational speakers are talking about all look, the time. They're go. like, are
1: you going to let it go? Like it's
0: tough, man. Yeah.
1: It's so tough
0: for sure. It's easier because, than done.
1: Yeah. Cause when you're in that fucking shit in that moment, like it seems so real, you can't even, you know,
0: it takes, a, it takes a lot to learn to, to, to identify those triggers and to stop them. You have to like take time to figure out what are my triggers and when, do, when, when do i have to identify that i'm in my own head too much that's hard i'm sure it's hard to do for a lot of people i mean it's hard for yeah people.
1: yeah you need outside people you need yeah. like you know Man. i got the guy that i live with he's like one of my good friends like i have yeah. a few men in my life like where i run stuff by him and they're like dude like no, that is not the situation. But <laughs> right. I trust them right. enough to be like, okay, yeah. like this guy's nothing to benefit by telling me not to buy this car or right. to to go to this place or or spend that money or get involved with this girl. Like, right? You know that I trust that.
0: Yeah, you, you gotta need some guidance sometimes, right, along the way. Yeah, you
1: definitely do. Like we yeah. we have a ability to sort of tap into this thing called uh, I think it's like high minded spiritual thinking, like where so like. You and I have skied together a bunch of times, you lead the way, and then I'm in that same hairy kind of situation, and then I can kind of, not really channel you, but I know exactly because we've spent enough time together where it's like, no, this is like not the thing to do. Or yes, it is the thing to do. So there's that ability. But for the most part, we do need to have somebody that knows a bit more in our life Mm -hmm. or can... Or not even, they don't need to be better, but just be able to point out the blind spot. Ask the spot. right questions, yeah. Yeah, can you check that side? And it's like, you yeah. know, go to the end of the, you know, like when you're fucking skiing and you send out a spotter and you're like, go check and see, is it all clear? Yeah. Yeah, fucking send it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, if you try to send it on your own, like, you know, a lot try. of times it goes <laughs> real bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? You gotta look at things first, right? You gotta spot your landing. Right. Yeah. So
1: it's always good to have, you know, people in your life that can can be spotters in a sense and just yeah. be
0: like, yeah, no, this is a bad move, Get bro. You're seeing
1: here. you're seeing things wrong, man. That girl's good or she's bad or
0: I know, but I mean, it's all then you got to balance do I trust that person enough to maybe this time I should just do my own thing. I always have this like second guessing moments, but
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lifetime of work, man, bringing good people, people in that can objectively observe something mm-hmm. without adding their own shit to it. You know without like,
0: having an agenda of their own to try to squeak in something that they feel like proud of you know like they just give you confidence comp- advice that they're like here's the hard and cold facts of what i think yeah because if they if they spice in with their own agenda it usually sends the other person on the wrong path yeah you know
1: yeah well when i've done this like sober coaching stuff with clients and i have right. to like i kind of usually prep them in the beginning and let them know that like the stuff that i'm going to tell you you're going to probably reject and your mind's going to tell you a whole bunch of stories about me. But you have to know that it is of major detriment to me to get fired. Yeah. You know, so like I'm not telling you this stuff uh, because I want to keep my job or I don't want to keep my job. But I'm trying to help you yeah. and I'm willing to risk everything for that. Like, right. so if that means me getting fired that's what I'm going to do. Like, I I will tell you the truth. Like you're paying me an atrocious amount of money for me to tell you the truth and see your blind spots. Sometimes you're not going to like that, but my agenda is not involved in that. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Well, do you have it? Like, so when you were brought, like when you, just fucking breaking (laughs) the place there, uh, I'll send you an invoice, but when you, uh, when you, when you came, when you got clean, you were, you, 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 I don't know what the term is, but when you first, Got addicted to drugs and you were like got clean for the first time yep you got clean for a second time yep. is this is it one person that kind of got you out of both times nope so i was gonna say i was gonna mad ask people man yeah. can so, you imagine so like you, so my thought my question leads to is yeah. do you now feel you have to respect the people who helped you to help others like the like an ode to the people who helped you get out of where you were the situations you're in when you help others do you feel like it's you're obligated to help others because people helped you no it's
1: not so much that but, I do, word, but. I do feel like you know, I have like a, a special skill set that I would is agree. like very difficult to come by. Right. So I would agree. it's kind of like, you know, if somebody calls you up and they're like, hey, man, can you help me move this fridge? And you're actually doing nothing and you're healthy <laughs> and you're quite strong and yeah. you say no like that. That seems weird, right? right? Like when you're like, oh, actually, no, I don't have anything to do. Yes. Like you are somebody in need and you had the courage Right, because it takes courage to ask to for help, help yeah. and say like, "Hey," and that's a big risk to be like, "Ryan, can you give me a hand?" Yeah, and then you turn around and be like, "No, man, I'm playing video know, games or whatever you're doing." You know, yeah, right. so like for me, when I started doing this sober coaching stuff, or it was just more like, "Okay, um, I have that ability," right, and I have the kind of that weird there, that, that 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 thing about.
0: I don't know what it is. Skill set?
1: Well, because the, the skill set, what I have is is so strange because I have a fearlessness about doing things that are so uncomfortable. Because
0: like, you, you know where the bottom can be. So you're not worried about that, I don't think, anymore.
1: Well, I mean, some of this stuff was weird. Like the one that I did in uh, Taiwan, this lady contacted me from Facebook and said, hey, do you do sober coaching? I said, sure, yep, I do. OK, I need you to come and live in Taiwan for like the next month. We worked out the price and uh, I never been to Taiwan and she's a female and I'm a man. I'm a foreigner. So I have zero rights for anything. Right. Um, and a lot of things can go bad. Like here's somebody that's like blacking out, out of their mind, getting drunk as a surgeon who's like made horrible mistakes in a in a uh-huh. medical scenario. Like, yeah, like making big mistakes and and, and knowing all of those things. But just there's something about my personality, that same personality that's willing to stand up in front of 250 people with that idea that I can make them laugh. Like, I expect you to make me laugh and like being like, cool. I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm going to do that. Yeah. That is the same characteristic that you need to have. be able to land in another country that you've never been to in a neighborhood you've never known to find your way around that place, work with food that you don't know how to you never eaten, a language barrier, all those things and have the kind of thing inside of you going like, no, I got this. Mm -hmm. Like the whole time, like never being like, no, no, like I'm, I'm curious and I'm into it. Like I'm not doing it for a paycheck because
0: it's not a paycheck (laughs) job. Well, the motivation's got to be there because it's, it's a big undertaking to do something like that to, yeah. for your own your own effort to get to there and help people. Well,
1: yeah, like that's like visas and all sorts of weird stuff. So, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, uh, so it's just knowing that I have that skill set to move the fridge right. feels like wrong to be like, not do it. Right, that you makes know?
0: sense, man. I mean, I guess it, it maybe in some ways it does mean that you've been helped a lot, and like, just it helps you. I'm sure it's therapeutic to help people as well too.
1: Yeah, and I don't. I just don't chase it, right? Like I, I don't chase that opportunity. But like, yeah, definitely like teaching yoga. Right. Uh. You still teach yoga? Yeah, I don't like. You know, like I'm not a good breather, so like if I go into a class and I teach everybody like to move with breath, um, You're like, <gasps> yeah, and then and then create a space for in my yoga classes where there's not a lot of talking right? so that people can be with themselves. That's also what I need, Yeah, you know, to be around people without talking. Yeah. Right. Cause man, I get, I get geeked out. Like if there's no talking, I right. start to stress and have panic and
0: well, cause it's, awkward. it's It's the same reason why like police officers, will like when people like, they've learned to use silence to make it awkward. So someone blurts out the fact that they did something wrong. Yeah. Like it's when your teachers, like when, they, when they, I've learned that there, this is a tactic that people use. Like, within like investigations or like interrogations or teachers or psychologists, so they'll leave a blank space until it's uncomfortable until the person goes like, blah, I'm an alcoholic too, you know, yeah. like, yeah, or whatever. Right. So that awkward space, but when you're in a space like yoga, when you're trying to get people to be quiet and like to be with themselves, that's an intent. Right. And it's, but it's
1: like my, for also for me too, right. it's like, I need to be good with that. So yeah. if I, if I'm practicing teaching that, and then really getting a lot out of that space, like where I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, because it's not something that comes naturally to me. So teaching and coaching, um, yeah, they're like a huge benefit for me because everything I may know that stuff, but I may not always like be practicing it in my life. So it's constantly being Reminding. reminded like, Oh yeah. Like if I'm a sober person, then this is the way I live. If I teach yoga, this is the way I live. If right. I teach uh sober coaching, then you know, like that creates a kind of integrity in you that you can take out into the world and be like, "Oh yeah, like no, nah, that doesn't fall in line with my value system right and I mean, I've kind of jostled with it a little bit, like where it's like, okay, like I'm going to live this way. Am I going to let people into my life that don't live this way?"
0: You know. It's tough right like if especially yeah, like if you're like sober and you're like, Do I you know my friends who go for socially social drinks? Yeah, or like they smoke a doobie or something like I can't do that, but am I gonna allow that to dictate who I'm friends with or who like because you, you have to fight? Yeah, that. there's
1: been like a softening around that, right? Where like it was like it was a hard no before and then yeah. now it's like, Okay, that's cool. But there's like levels too of it now, you know, like mm-hmm. where you know, I came up against it in my, my last marriage was that you know, like I'm like, I'm not telling you can't drink. I just, I want to be on the same wavelength. Yeah. So if we're not on the same wavelength, like, you know. You may as well go do your own thing because we literally are not. Right. Like, if this person A is fucking smashed, person B is dead sober.
0: That's annoying for everybody. Theirs
1: are just kind of like, yeah, it's annoying for everybody. (laughs) You know, like, go to a bar sober and just be like, oh, like, this is a cool place to hang out all night stay there yeah. for as long as you
0: were drinking and don't drink you're just gonna you're gonna want to die yeah exactly so hmm. crazy know. i i don't know man i um yes we do this for like an, we've been doing this for a while almost two hours
1: yeah we could wrap it up yeah. man we can do this another time we should i'm yeah, down totally what time is it now
0: it's uh 25 after one yeah i'm good because i'm getting hungry i'm gonna head back to the yeah, city yeah cool uh you could uh, get food before you go and drive back to the city with which get plan? some food yeah probably in whistler yeah should get some food man
1: let's go get some food
0: what do you uh there's uh there's lots of places yeah so let's wrap
1: this so, up then yeah, and then cool. fucking go get some okay food.
0: so i just want to know though so i don't know um i just want to as like so you still teach yoga in vancouver are you back uh, at it now i'm not teaching any public studios right now i'm just okay. teaching privately oh cool okay so, so yeah and then you're doing social media like marketing management for uh, like a hot rod like Company, a Trick end, factory customs and they make like like. They do
1: motorcycles, right. custom motorcycles, custom cars, cool. And now they're doing exotic uh, customs of so okay. supercars, cool. Lamborghinis, Ferraris. Nice. Okay. And We yeah. just, just got. Back. And I'm building. And then I'm gonna be doing a build myself. Well, they're gonna. Be, I'm not. I shouldn't say. I don't know how to do nothing with cars. Lie. I don't know how to do nothing. But <laughs> yeah, like they're lie. gonna like they're gonna model. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a Dodge Challenger, I think, and just
0: oh yeah, do it good for the winter. Good for drives up here it's not it's
1: just gonna be like it's actually <laughs> literally just for social media oh yeah for like sure. i'm buying it for while they build it and
0: you're gonna like you're gonna i'm gonna cover.
1: document it and then yeah. i'm just gonna put it out there like look how fucking cool i am i know how to purchase something right so like you should follow me on the internet
0: because i have a cool car <laughs> and people will yeah people <laughs> will for sure people love that shit okay uh i don't even know my, my phone could stop recording i don't even know but um you gotta get different chairs too i think yeah
1: these well, ones need a bit of a slope oh yeah
0: yeah that was kind of yeah. weak elbow, yeah, watch the elbow. I watch the elbow. Boom. yeah there we go yeah these chairs are kind of sh- budget but so is this. like you watch the elbow and then you can just fucking nail it every know, you time because you, you it, you're not focusing on the hand it's more flowy something to do with physics too I yeah think. for sure yeah and you gotta know where your elbow is yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you're like this or like this it's not gonna work yeah okay well thanks donovan man it's awesome dude let's get some food let's do it um and we'll do this next time thanks all right thanks for listening